rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, all right. What's happening, everybody? This is Tara Devlin. Hope the sound is okay. Yes, yes. Looking good. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. First in, first in the queue. Hopefully, others will join you shortly. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm not alone. We're here, we're in this together. I, I wasn't sure what, what this week was going to be like, but a lot of people aren't doing shows, so I'm going to do a show. I'll do a show anyway. We're going to be here every... We're going to be here Friday, too. I know it's... When is... Oh, yeah, Christmas Eve is Saturday, so... It's the day before. Wait, where's this? This camera's looking very something or other and there's richard now we have a show thank you richard for your super chat so it's not just me and jim in there all right if you're on any other channel and you want to hang out with the greatest chat room in american history or with the greatest people in american history in the greatest chat room come on over to youtube.com slash c for channel slash tower because uh yeah you'll just get to meet everybody and it's fun and yeah i don't know that's it it's fun and these are great people so i don't i don't know what you're waiting for um let me just do a couple of plugs if you can become a patron please do at patreon.com slash tara devil and that'll help keep the show going and growing and more important well they're both important two sides of the same coin going and growing so oh what the hell is that on the bottom of the screen there it's asking me do i want to launch paramount no i must have hit the wrong button so let's see uh yeah we're on rockfin this is another place you can go and get some political commentary and other shows from all perspectives and uh, of course, we are on, on. We are proudly being hosted on APS Radio News. That is a another. It's not a li- particularly liberal or conservative. It is a independent media outlet. So if you can support APS Radio News, remember that uh, you know we we need to support the um, independent media. So. I I uh, say please do, APS Radio News, and tell Charlie that Tara sent you over there. When you ch- when you show up, so he doesn't slam the door in your face. No, he's he's nice. He's not like me. I I uh, sometimes you don't know you know what if I'm in a mood or not. So Charlie is a, just a nice person, trying to make the world a better place. So isn't that really what we're all trying to do? I hope. Not all. Some are not trying to make the world a better place. And, uh, you know, I got to, let me see. What am I, where, where do I begin? Uh, let's just get into it. And then wherever, wherever the, the whims take us, you know how I am. I am uh, a little bit, well, it's a tarot buster. That's why they call it Tara Buster. I get, I go all over the place. So we'll we'll talk about what I want to talk about tonight. Of course, Trump's taxes. We'll talk about that. And I also wanted to talk about that. I want to talk about the fact that Elon Musk is a fraud. Um, last show, 
after or we well we were we were discussing Elon Musk's destruction of Twitter, and I and I I and it came up. I didn't know where he got his money from. Um, I'm not. I was never up on the on Elon Musk, you know, and um, and I knew, you know, it, was, it would always get under my skin when people like Joe Scarborough would call him a genius, because I don't see how somebody like that's a genius. I mean, he's a real. He's obviously an overgrown. Well, he's a man child. Could you imagine somebody like Stephen Hawking's or, uh. Or I, uh, uh, you know, Einstein, behaving like that. Would you? Could you imagine somebody like Einstein, like actual geniuses, buying a social media platform because they want to impress their incel, right wing f- incel fanboys, right? They want to. That's what he's trying to do, and because he's got a thin skin. And needs to shove his apartheid-inspired uh, right-wing, well, fascist views down at, down the throats of Earth, because he, that's what he's doing. Um, nobody likes. Well, not nobody. Some there's a the thirty-seven percent, the the authoritarian followers. They like what he's doing. But they, that's the 37% that have always been with us in humanity. Destroyed, uh, you know, that, that nip at our heels as we, um, as we evolve. They're the ones that try, to, that try to sabotage our evolution. So they've always been with us. There's, it's not that we have a, uh, an, an overall abundance of of uh, morons in this country. It's just that they are they have a they have a large platform at this point. But I so after we got off the air on whenever on Friday, I uh, I just started researching where did he get his money. But and you won't be surprised that um, he's a fraud. He's a a marketer. He's done really well at marketing. And I I found some interesting articles and whatnot written by people who actually know what they're doing and saying. So, and, and, you know, he sounds, if you don't know, if you don't speak the language of, uh, I don't know, astrophysics or whatnot, I don't, you don't know what he's saying. It may, he, it may sound impressive, but for those who are actually um, in the field, who are, let's say, rocket scientists or ac- astrophysicists, it's it's clear to them that he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He picks shit up um, and he'll regurgitate it. But he's not he's not a genius. He's a very good marketer, and he's been sued for it. He's been sued for trying to take other people's names off of. Uh, patents that he didn't develop but he bought into so um it makes perfect sense that this is, he's the he's a billionaire um that uh you know we all have to not you know, against our will deal with a fraud he is the perfect 
symbol of the time that we live in, where we have to deal with these these selfish, narcissistic man babies, the rapacious greed of the of man babies. And when when does it end? That's what I want to know. When will we, as a civilization, as a as a species, say enough? You know, we don't. It's not in the good, the best interest of humanity to make these people uh, our our leaders, to put them in positions of authority over the the many. No, no, enough is enough. You know, when I think about. let's say FDR, for example, he had famously had FDR had his brain trust. It was known as these were thinkers, intellectuals, uh, experts in their field. They weren't loyalists and they weren't necessarily rich. They were, you know, professors, philosophers, people who uh, looked at the world and Try, uh, the, the goal was to make it a better place for the many, for all of us who have to live here, have to share this blip of time together. And I don't know about you, but I'm sick. I'm sick to, I'm up to the gills with these filthy fascist billionaires. I really am. And we, the last show that we had, um, we were discussing how, uh, well, the title was, uh, Elon Musk is living proof that there should be no billionaires. Wait, hold on. For today's... There's another article. Uh, I just... I, I just have to save this. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Hold on, hold on. Keep talking amongst yourself in the chat room. All right, good. I'm back, I'm back. Oh, hi, Haiku. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Haiku. All right. Let me see. Let me get this article. I want. Let's start there. There's many things. We'll talk about Zelensky. Um, Zelensky gave a speech to Congress tonight. Not many foreign leaders have done this. Uh, famously, uh, Winston Churchill at a time when... Similarly, right-wingers were trying to uh, dissuade America from standing up against the fascist threat in in Europe. Aren't they always on the wrong side of history? This is the thing. I always wonder, when do Republicans, do they ever get tired? You know, right-wingers, let's say, conservatives, because they'll say, well, Republicans freed this slave. Well, uh, no, it was progressives they happened to be known as republicans at the time progressives did were the abolitionists it wasn't the it wasn't republicans and if that's the case if that's all that matters is the name the name you know that's what i always i can't take with these republicans they that's they have their th- i don't know what it is with their brains they're such geniuses right elon musk he's such a genius they they just can't see the 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 the, the nuances the the shades of gray well 
much less the colors of the rainbow. They see that, oh, it's named Republican. So well, why don't I call a, a, some dog poo in an ice cream cone? I'll just call it chocolate, double mint chocolate. And then you take a lick and see, you know, hey, it's cool. Hey, it's, it's, uh, it's ice cream. Doesn't matter what's in it, just matters what it you know, doesn't matter what it actually is. Just call it what it yeah, just call it something pleasing to your uh, to your senses and then you know, you just lick it, lick it, lick it. Lick that lick that shit, right? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that isn't that what they do when they say Republicans were the abolitionist party in 1865 well it's you know if you have to go back to over 100 years to when the republicans were actually on the right side of history well, well where the hell have you been for the last century plus you've been and that why do if if that's the case if the republicans are such great uh equalizers then why is it that 90% of darker pigment people vote not Republican? Well, we know the, the Republicans say it's because Democrats, the Democrat offers free stuff to darker pig, pig, pigment people. And, of course, uh, they don't realize that when they say that it's it feeds it's that in itself is a race. It's just to betrays their racism. It's the it's an update of the old racist trope that darker pigment people um, need you know to be they they need to be taught. It's good that uh, they need to be taught the dignity of work. That's why slavery was good because um you know otherwise they would just be laying around in, in a social safety net hammock this is that, that's that was the thinking but don't you see it's their their excuse for why um most people who have darker pigment are not republicans instead of looking at themselves they really need to look themselves in the mirror and say why is it that we are so reviled by anyone who isn't a straight white male and a straight white male patriarchy admirer. They won't look at themselves because it's the whole, you know, that's, it's part of infantilism too, to blame, blame, blame. So, well, it's also narcissism. I mean, I don't know why I'm going down this rabbit hole, but it's, uh, it is kind of psychoanalyzing them. We would, it's, it's like a night, it's like a surrealistic nightmare when you take a trip down, um, into the typical Republican psyche, you're taking your, your own sanity and you're, you're risking your own sanity is what I'm trying to say. Um, where, what was, where is this damn article that I'm looking at? Oh yeah. So Zelensky fought. I mean, uh, fought. I'm just looking at something that says something fought something. Uh, Zelensky spoke to the Congress tonight, and of course, uh, reports came in that perjury trader Green and Lauren banned from the bowling alley Bobert and Matt 
the uh, sexual predator. Well, I don't know if he's a sexual predator. I guess he was. They they declined to prosecute, but he did pay underage girls um, bucks through Venmo for things like tuition. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? And of course, his his pal said that he was um he witnessed with his own beautiful eyes matt gets um performing sex acts on underage girls because that's what he does you know that's what you do when you're a republican congressman because you're not in congress to make the world a better place you're in there to uh to bang chicks right if they're underage oh well <laughs> that just means you got it going on right Right, um, what's his name? The Georgia guy? <laughs> Whose name escapes me? Herschel Walker? Yeah. All right. Where is this? Here we go. Oh, yeah, here it is. Found it. I just want to talk about, I don't know, I thought this was interesting. Maybe I've been talking about Elon Musk too much, only because he, he really irritates me. Probably I'm just working it out. Processing. Having to live in the same blip of time with so many useless, worthless billionaires, really. So there's a website called Got Musked. Got Musk. G-O-T-M-U-S-K-E-D.com. And it's all about what a fraud Elon Musk is so, and it has a lot of um, links and uh, things to back it up. So, what experts think of Elon? Elon Musk is a charlatan, not a genius, and possesses no genius or expertise outside of marketing, uh, outside of marketing, sales, and pushing propaganda. Who does this sound like, by the way? It's the same thing. The, it's it's the Trump. They are all levels of Trump, and it's and the and the more I learned about Elon Musk, the more I saw the similarities between Trump and Musk. I don't know what it is. What is it with right wingers and their their eagerness to be the the willing dupes of con men? They they really do, and it does. It actually proves what I say correct about they are f a um, you know conservatism is a fundamentally undemocratic ideology, and it attracts fundamentally undemocratic people who would and whether they wrap it in the flag and wave their flags and say USA 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 is beside the point they lack the fundamental maturity to function in a, in a free democratic society especially one that is diverse and uh filled with all different people from all over the world different different you know um persuasions different sexual orientations orientations and they just can't handle rugged individualism and it's tragic and actually today i was because i had to take francis to the vet today this is a whole other story he's all right 
he was throwing up but I had to take him to the vet and um, I thought he was sick thankfully he got a good report they don't know what's wrong with him you know he was throwing up for like a week so anyway he's you know he does have some issues nothing deadly but he uh, so I had to I took him out to North Shore Animal League and I was in the car it's it's like a 45 minute drive so and then I was stuck in traffic for three hours so anyway, I was listening to a lot of podcasts. Let's put it that way. And uh, I uh, I was listening to this podcast about it's very sad. Uh, it's about it was a story about a Jehovah's Witness. And from a podcast, so I'm trying to find the name so I can give it a an attribution. It's called, let me see, uh, something about what if, what if this happened, or this really happened, is that what it's called? Or this is hap- this is actually happening, that's the name of the podcast, and it was, this particular episode was about um, a young man who was raised as a Jehovah's Witness, and I'm sure you could see where this is going, and he he's gay, he's born gay, and in Jehovah's Witness, that's, you know, the biggest sin you can be, and he's growing up, his mother and father are big big wigs in the Jehovah's Witness uh, cult, and I mean, it's just uh, it's a horror show. The what they did to this young man, the the self loathing they inflicted on this person, where they publicly shamed him, and eventually, when he refused to uh, to go in the closet, he refused to not speak his own truth. Basically, they uh, they disowned him. They. And it's part of the religion. So you either you either atone for for being a, a gay, or for being who you are, right? Or you are you're effectively dead to everyone in your family, to everyone that you've ever known. And I can't even imagine. So they kicked this kid out on his. Um, 18th birthday when he officially became an adult two days after he graduated he was required to leave his home and you know, go fend for himself and without any skills without ever having lived in the real world at all and he ended up homeless he was of course started to abuse drugs tried to commit suicide numerous times. This is all because of the programming of you're dead to us, you're nothing, uh, you are, because you're gay, um, I, They. this is how supposedly people who are doing things in the, in the name of saving you, so you, in, this, in the name of kindness, they're inflicting unmeasurable levels of cruelty on people they they pretend to love that they that they birthed they brought into this world and they just abandon them because they don't it doesn't fit into 
their perception of this ancient book of fables. I mean, if there's nothing more fucked up than that, um, I'm sure there are things. There are many fucked up things in this world, but that is certainly one of it. And uh, that's one of the reasons, you know, religion is uh, many religions. If if that's not a life-affirming ideology, and we were all supposed to... We're all supposed to show respect for that fucking bullshit. It's it's cruel. It's it's inhumane. There's nothing uh, godlike in it. So, but the point of bringing it up is it just it reminded me as I was listening to it that that's that's the Republican Party too. I mean, it it might not be to that extreme, and maybe it is, but it's about. Right, exactly, Jim, on the chat. It's, it's about being disfellowshipped. And that's why, try, just try being a rugged individual in the Republican Party. They, they don't got time for that shit. You got to be like them. You got to be one of them. And now that includes being cruel and just being cruel to others who aren't like you. You have no... You forget just uh, you got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. That Those days are over for them because they, they have this bully mentality where they're, you know, they're going to just inflict their, their ignorance on others and they will uh, do it with the backing of the mob behind them. You know what I mean? So the, and it's all to, to get, uh, attaboys from other, from other, uh, freaks like them. And if you point it out, if, if ever there's a reaction to it, a negative reaction, which it should be from humans, you know, then you're, uh, of course, vilified as woke or, uh, you know, liberal tears. But, but, the, but the whole, make no mistake, the whole woke thing, that's another way that they get to dismiss the, uh, the public shame that they should feel. You know, there is a reason that human beings, that's what Mother Nature gave to us, so we can all live together. The ability to feel shame and to, to cry woke, you know, the, the, the freak who cried woke is just another way that they deflect, that they, um, yeah, that they attempt to block the, you know, the, the rightfully, uh, the, the rightful shame that they should feel. So, oh no, that's woke. Too woke. You know what I mean? It's a way for them to dismiss that, f- the, the very thing that they need to be, that, uh, to evolve. So they'll, they're kind of a lost cause in that sense, because if you don't feel, if you have no remorse, if you don't have the, uh, there's no, there's no chance to, of you to, that you're ever gonna evolve, you're ever gonna wake up, you know, then you're hopeless. It's like, and that, I mean, these, it's like the Jehovah's Witness, they'll just, 
it'll continue because they'll uh, blame it on their ancient book of fables. And um, what the, the Republicans, I don't know, they blame it on, well, I mean, it's just their, their inner authoritarian. So, yeah. Where is this other thing? Hold on. And uh, much, let's see, in much of what you're led to believe about Elon Musk is false. This, it really irritated me reading this because it's just like what we're saying just now. The, the, the fraudulent nature of these, yeah, there was a time you would hope, or, or what, maybe there was never really a time when, oh, no, maybe I'm wrong, where uh, this kind of behavior, being a fraud, would have some consequences. Now it's dismissed. It's like, oh, okay, because there's, there's too much... Um, you know, they have too much uh, power in propaganda. They can just cover it up and dismiss it. Oh, well, you're lying, right? It's, oh, you're, you're woke, you're fake news. You're, you know, you're a uh, witch hunt. So Musk transferred in, okay, here we go. Musk transferred into Penn from Queens University in Canada. That is the easy way for admissions to an Ivy League. And then they took extra time to, uh, and then took extra time to graduate. No record of him ever being accepted to Stanford. Oh, because this is, they're pointing out the fact that he constantly, says he was he uh, went to Stanford that's that's fraudulent so um, he won Musk rep misrepresents his affiliation with Stanford University in several national publications Musk has allegedly mis misrepresented his affiliation with Stanford University claiming to have dropped out of the PE PhD program at the university when in fact he was never enrolled. These instances of misrepresentation include but are not limited to the following statements in August of 19, in a 1999 article about Musk on salon.com states that he went on to graduate a program in physics at Stanford in which he stayed exactly two days before dropping out. A true and correct copy of this article, um, oh, this is from a lawsuit, is, is attached hitherto as Exhibit 32. On April 15th, 2003, in an article in USA Today, Musk states that he dropped out of Stanford University's doctoral program in physics. So, um, yes, he took, let me see. No record of him ever being accepted by Stanford, let alone attending and dropping out, has been produced. His status in terms of Stanford was even challenged by one of if challenged in court by one of the real founders of Tesla. Because that's the other thing that people say. He's a um, you know he t he founded Tesla. He's not a founder of Tesla. He bought into Tesla after it was founded, and then he proceeded to erase 
the other founders from all of the um, patents and and the company documents. I mean, he's a piece of shit, this guy. He's a fucking narcissist. Excuse my language, but that's what he is. He's a narcissist sociopath. It reminds me of, you know, we got to watch out for this shit. And I don't know, man. Aren't you sick of it, having to deal with these narcissist sociopaths? I'm sick of it. It reminds me of that, um, that fucking, uh, who's that, that, that psychopath, that Norwegian psychopath who, uh, killed, who, who wanted, you know, what's his name? Norway, who built the, who built the sub, why can't I talk? Come on, come on, come on. Who built the submarine? I have to real. That's why I use my hands, because it's like my hands follow my, my the my mouth will conform to the the hands directions here. Okay, wait. Norwegian psychopath submarine. It's such a fucked up story. This. Yeah, he this um, Peter Madsen. Yeah, it reminded me. It kind of does remind me of Peter Madsen, who was considered a genius and probably more, if that, if truth be told, was more of a genius than than the effective marketer of Elon Musk ever is, uh, could ever be called, because this guy made actually did make a submarine and shit like that. But he was a psychopath, is, is a psychopath, he's still alive, and then he lured a journalist onto his uh, submarine where he proceeded to, he murdered her just to, because he wanted to, you know, he got off on it, he wanted to jerk off on a, you know, because he's a piece of shit, and uh, he took this woman's life, tortured her, dismembered her, and then lied about it, when he got back on land, everybody's like, where's, um, the, the woman that you invited on? I don't even, I don't know. Her name was Kim wall and it's, it's a horror show. It's a horror story. But if you, and I watched the documentary about him, it was, it's on Netflix. I think it's called into the deep, but, um, the, it's coincidentally, there was a documentary film crew there watching and documenting him with this submarine, this man, you know, a privately owned submarine that he was cre he was making. And with the help of a lot of volunteers who uh, thought that he was a hero to them. So, uh, and it is, it's chilling because he, you know, he seemed, he actually seemed normal in a lot of ways, a little quirky, eccentric, but uh, sort of like Musk, you know, just a piece of dirt. And who knows really what goes on in in the heads of these freaks, right? There's something wrong with somebody who behaves like this. You go, you you're such a fragile little. Fraud that you buy into a company that's successful and doing something, doing something good, 
and you're such a you're so um you're so threatened by by everybody you want to be the hero you want to be perceived as somebody who made made man i did it myself like my my uh niece used to say when she was four years old i do it myself that you want to that uh, you you want to be perceived as the the one who did it himself that you erase everybody's names from documents illegally why does that keep popping up but but the fact is one of the other founders well one of the actual founders of tesla took him to court for his um for musk trying to remove his name from tesla documents so uh, the it says Musk is not a founder of Tesla. He bought his way in and then sued for the co-founder title. He's not even legally allowed to call himself the founder. So on any Tesla literature or background, you will see co-founder. The co-founder is a purchase title. And then he links, they link to an article saying here is an article detailing this fraud from CNET.com. Okay, the most, yes, which says that the, and it's, uh, that article is a, let me show you. Instead of just telling you, that's the first rule in writing and in life. Don't, don't tell, show right where is it here we go former tesla ceo sues company's current ceo musk in a complaint one-time ceo martin eberhard says he wants to set the record straight and restore his reputation the founder and former CEO of Tesla Motors, Martin Eberhard, is suing the company and current CEO, this is in uh, 2009, by the way, uh, Elon Musk, for libel and breach of contract, opening up another lawsuit at the young electric car maker. The lawsuit alleges that Musk sought to rewrite history by taking credit for the accomplishments of the very idea behind Tesla Motors, resulting in a damaged reputation for Eberhardt. The suit was filed last week of, uh, in the last week of May, but became public on Wednesday. In addition, the suit alleges that the company did not honor its agreement with Eberhardt after he was removed as CEO. In particular, the suit says that Eberhard did not receive the valuable second Tesla Roadster produced and promised, and the car he did that the and that the car he did receive was damaged in a purely run road test. Well, that would be something that Elon Musk would do, wouldn't he? You know, give him uh, something that isn't working you know he technically abide by the agreements and uh, uh in the settlement of the lawsuit but also uh say fuck you right because he's a child he's a man baby but that that's what i'm saying though you know how sick is someone that they don't they don't seem to care 
that they're frauds. They just want you to believe. You know, it doesn't matter that they actually accomplish something. They want you to think they accomplish something, and they go about it in uh, they go they go about the fraud in uh, you know by any means necessary. It's like Trump and his taxes. That's we always knew why he didn't want his taxes revealed. It's because he was not as rich as he said he was, and that's the case. He's a fraud. He always. He's always been a fraud. And in fact, I mean, aren't you disgusted? Just we'll get to Trump's tax returns, but thinking of them, um, he paid $750 in taxes for two years while he was president. I paid more than that. You paid more than that. I mean, this is a disgrace. It's disgusting. This is a freaking supposed billionaire who lives like a fatted parasite, like a bloated leech on, on, on the rest of us. That's what he is. How much longer are we going to take it? So, let's see. Uh... In the complaint, Eberhard asserts that public comments have, uh, you know, Elon Musk's public comments have debased and defamed him. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not surprisingly, Tesla Motors has a different view of the situation, and the, they wrote... This lawsuit is fictionalized, inaccurate account of Tesla's early years. It's twisted and wrong, and we welcome the opportunity to set the record straight. Uh, incidentally, Tesla will also be filing counterclaims and in the process present an accurate account of the company's history. Sure. Isn't this, this, I guess that's coming in two weeks. Because it never came. As far as I know, I didn't see any, um, I did not see any rebut. Oh, let's see. Not, oh, so like I was saying, Musk is not the founder of Tesla. He bought his way in and then he sued the co he sued for the co-founder title. The most charitable explanation is that Musk sits in the hazard phase of knowledge on every topic. So, and uh, here, well, it says here's a great article from December 2018 highlighting that if you have expertise in a topic, you know that Musk does not. It it explains that Musk is full of the is full of it on the following topics: reusable rockets, flying from New York to Shanghai in 30 minutes. I mean, it's like some kook going out there and just throwing things out and saying, it's possible, it's possible. And then saying, I'm wearing a shirt, let's colonize Mars. Right? What did he, he had a shirt that said, Occupy Mars. Oh, and that's another thing they say he's full of it, colonizing Mars. Uh, he doesn't know anything about the Hyperloop, knows nothing about Neuralink, tunnels, autopilot, and the Thai cave fiasco, which 
I don't know if you guys remember, and I, I had, this had slipped my mind myself, when um, those boys got caught in the, ca in the Thai cave, the, they, these, uh, the Thai uh, football club, young boys, they rode their bikes to a cave, and then it began to rain, and they got trapped in the cave, and they were going to die unless something, uh, something incredibly, almost, uh, you know, beyond possibility would would happen. The world came together to come up with ways to get these boys out of the cave. Um, luckily and happily. They were rescued. There was uh, a a diver did die. One of the divers died, I believe. I think it was just one, if I'm not mistaken. But um, Elon Musk at the time tried to muzzle in or muscle in or whatever, tried to inflict himself because it was getting a lot of press. So Elon Musk said that he was going to send a, um, a submarine, a, a special submarine to rescue the boys. And, and of course he was full of shit and the divers told him so you're, you're, and they actually, let me find this fucking article before I, let's see. Musk and the cave. Because it's like a joke. And what, what happened when the... One of the, the... What do you call it? The cave divers? And this is a very specialized type of diving that, that many people... I mean, it's extremely dangerous as the death of one of the cave divers is a testament during that during the rescue um and they said to to musk get the fuck out of here this it's not feasible you cannot send a mini submarine into this cave you could barely there are places you can barely squeeze through it's not like you know the open road this is what they were trying to tell him. And Musk responded by going on Twitter before he owned the joint, um, going on Twitter and calling the, the divers pedophiles. Okay? This was in 2018. Do you see how sick Republicans are? The, the, the same old, same old fucking... Uh, same old song. You're a pedo. You don't. You don't believe me. So we're all gonna waste time now, right? They're trying to rescue these boys, and we everything has to stop to appease the fragile eggshell ego of a narcissist, of a sick narcissist who wants to get in on the publicity but offer nothing. And doesn't isn't man enough to just sit the fuck down and shut up? Let the experts do their job. Oh, I could do it, right? Oh, yeah. It's like Trump. You know, Republicans have so devalued experts. Oh, they're don't listen to the 
the those who were actually know the cave and dive in the cave only a handful of people on earth could have performed that rescue because the you know that you even if you're a diver it doesn't mean you are a cave diver but elon musk you know is the expert on everything that's this is what we are dealing with not just with him but it's the overall that's this is the zeitgeist of the age of a bunch of loudmouth rapacious wealth uh, bloated parasites. I don't know. Pretending to be the experts on uh, on everything, except they're they're not even trying to be the experts on decency. They won't be a good example for young people. What do you think, young people? You know, you got to think about young boys who are impressionable growing up and looking at this shit. They go on Twitter and they watch grown men act like assholes. You know, they do and say things that would get these little boys put in detention if they behave like that. But what does that do, right? Well, well I guess they just want to impress the immature, the easily impressionable. So this is from 2018. Elon Musk has questioned the expertise of the Thai rescue officials who turned down his offer of a submarine despite their having organized the successful rescue of 12 boys and their football coach from a flooded cave. This is from The Guardian on uh, by Kevin Ralson in back in 2018, July of 2018, the entrepreneur had offered his help and posted footage of tests being carried out on the apparatus he proposed in recent days. But while Naragansak Asatankhorn, excuse me, I know that's... I butchered that. The head of the Joint Command Center coordinating the operation acknowledged Musk's offer and said that the mini-submarine would not have been practical for the cave rescue. Even though their equipment is technically sophisticated, it doesn't fit with our mission to go into the cave, he told reporters. In response, Musk said that Osatincorn was not the subject matter expert and neither was he who the fuck is this guy you know instead of saying okay sir any other way maybe make a sandwich right and bring it to bring it bring bring some lunch for the families and the onlookers He's, he said, you're not the expert on this subject matter, adding that he believed he'd been inaccurately described as the rescue chief and should be more accurately referred to as the former Thai provincial governor. You see what I mean? Loser. Because he had stepped down as the governor of the Chai Ray during the rescue op- operation, but remained as its commander. I mean, fuck off. Why are we dealing with 
this this asshole. Everybody's got to stop and deal with the asshole. It's like when a baby poops their diaper. You got to stop. You know, you got to stop. You got to change the diaper. You can't go about your business. You can't do anything uh, productive. You just got to stop and deal with the diaper because there's a big stench. Musk posted an image of his email correspondent with Dick Stanton, the British diver who first made contact with the football squad and their coach, in which Stanton asked the inventor to keep working on a project that could potentially bear fruit. Moreover, based on extensive cave video review and discussion with several other divers who know the journey, SpaceX engineer is absolutely certain that the mini-sub can do the entire journey at any time, Musk added. Musk can see, you know, he's saying, look, he said in our email exchange, he said, keep working on it. What the fuck are you going to say? When somebody email, when some one overgrown man child emails you, I'm sure the man was trying to be polite. Okay, thank you. Keep working on it. That's all you can say, and and then you go about your business, actually getting shit done. Good boy, you know. Good, you could go. Uh, thank you. Now, now the adults have to continue the mission. Musk congratulated the team who carried out the operation, which concluded successfully on Tuesday. Great news. They made it out safely. Congratulations to an outstanding rescue team. I'm sure that's really stuck in his throat, but the, but he just needed to, inflict his his uh his narcissism on the situation because the whole world was focusing on him and he wanted to be the great fucking hero why don't he fuck off to mars already i'm i'm wondering why doesn't he fuck off to mars why don't he take them all take trump take you know all of the billionaires with you they can all go galt to Mars. Wouldn't that be great? Go galt. Go shrug. Atlas will shrug in Mars. He said he would be leaving the mini submarine behind in, in Thailand in case it can be used in the future. Fuck you. No, we, we don't want your stupid jerk-off submarine mini submarine because you don't know what you're talking about let me see hold on here it is from the guardian musk calls british diver and thai rescue a pedo a pedo because i guess this is i don't know was this the first time republicans started with this pedo bullshit <sighs> Musk came under fire on Sunday after launch. This is from 2018 again. After launching an extraordinary attack on the British diver who helped rescue the boys trapped in a flooded cave in Thailand, baseless, baselessly calling him a pedo on Twitter. 
and then doubling down because that's what you do when you're an overgrown man child republican you being a republican means never saying sorry and you just you act like a dick and all of your fanboy your incel nazi fanboys and uh fangirls all love it and then when you're called out by the woke when meaning anyone who's decent it, capable of functioning in a democracy isn't a complete and utter fraud when when they call that out when they just say how gross you are you 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 call them a pedo 12 boys and their fo- football coach were rescued from the Tham Lang cave complex by an international team after a week of intense drama. The chief executive of the tech giant Tesla offered to assist the rescue mission by providing a submarine. The request was turned down. Musk lashed out, saying he would make a video proving that his mini-sub would be successful and adding, Sorry, pedo guy. You really did ask for it. I mean, this is a genius. This is a fucking genius. This that's a genius? Is am I I mean, could you imagine I'm um, um Stephen Hawking's behaving like that. So, sorry, pedo. Uh what what a vile what horrible people, you know? You let's play the game again. Although all Republicans are not horrible people, all horrible people are Republican. Yes, exactly. It fits. It fits again. The accusation presented without evidence or context was directed at Vern Unsworth, a British cave expert who recently said Musk's attempt to help the cave, the rescue effort was a PR stunt. No evidence has emerged to substantiate Musk's claim of pedophilia, of course. Because, you know, you gotta wonder too, the, the way that these Republicans throw that pedo uh, charge around it's another confession or a projection because there are a lot of republicans who are pedos you realize that or in some form a sexual predator or deviant or you know just uh let's see i got a whole thing on that too republicans and sex crimes We'll read that maybe in a minute. So the the evidence. Well, let me see. Well, not the evidence. The the what's the guy's name? Vern Unsworth said it had absolutely no chance of working. He said um, he had no concept or conception of what the cave passage was like. The submarine, I believe, was five feet, six inches long, rigid, and wouldn't have gone around corners or around any obstacles. Musk visited the cave system himself. Unsworth said the billionaire was asked to leave very quickly. He also told, told CNN 
Musk could stick his submarine where it hurts. Good. On Sunday, when a Twitter user pointed out that Musk was calling the guy who found the children a pedo, the billionaire responded, Betcha a signed dollar. It's true. What is wrong with these people? They bring nothing. You think we couldn't? Oh, well, uh, he, he made Tesla. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. He's going to Mars. No, he's not. Everything he's involved in is uh, uh, somebody is, was doing it before he got there. SpaceX included. He's just a bullshit artist. As, as we can, can tell by the fact that he's on Twitter 24-7 doing nothing but enabling Nazis. I, had a, I went out to dinner with, my, with a friend of mine recently, and I think I told you about my friend who is uh, who I love, of course, uh, but he listens to right-wing radio on occasion. I don't know. I don't know what his problem is. It's really ridiculous. And um, I said something about Musk letting all these Nazis back on Twitter. And he's like, not, he said, they're human beings. This is like my friend who's gay too, okay? And I'm like, human beings? He's letting human beings back. I'm like, human beings? Uh, who are Nazis. How do you know they're Nazis? They're just humans. And I wondered for a second, is that something that, that's been uh, spread on right-wing radio? He's just allowing humans on, and everyone's calling them Nazis. Is that something that the right-wingers are saying on their, on their propaganda swill channels? Because I was like, yeah, uh... Nazis like the Daily Stormer. That is a Nazi. That's a legit Nazi account. It's not about, oh, I'm a human being who happens to hold Nazi views. It's an account that's, hey, hi guys, we're Nazis. That's who he's letting back. I mean, it's really fucked up. But you see how it just proves everything I say. It is, it's about propaganda. That's why we're, this country's so sick and divided. It's because of propaganda. It's because of corporate media and right-wing propaganda. I mean, the corporate media is just the capitalism's uh, propaganda, which ain't that far off of fascist propaganda. They would be happy, happily... Um, they would happily run cover for a uh, a fascist regime. They certainly would in this country. As long you know, they would they wouldn't mind if Trump was not somebody who was so disgusting. They would happily run cover for him if he didn't you know send a, a violent mob to the Capitol to try to overthrow the semblance of democracy that we have, you know, they, that's all this country, I mean, the corporate media would, if, let's say, if they, um, 
if god forbid what's his name you know desantis became the so-called president despite receiving fewer votes corporate media would run cover for him in an, in an instant they would act like he's you know whatever his 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 policies would be we know they would be repugnant and they would be anti-democratic small d democratic and they would be harmful to the majority and they would increase income disparity and upward immobility why they would they would widen the income gap they would be targeted minority groups that i mean it would be a, it would be uh it would be horrible for the for the health and well-being of the country of course i mean it would it would be detrimental to democracy it would be uh terrible for humanity but the corporate media would go right along with it and would you know that's what the corporate media is there for it would do it's it would it's it's function I mean, and I, I still believe that is what the co- the corporate media, you know, they would have done the same thing for Trump if he wasn't so vile. You know, they're just... Oh, and then that's the other thing, my friend said. <laughs> He's like, you know, he gave me this, the whole both sides do it and both sides suck and... And how, um, you know, the, the, the media is biased and he's like, I work in media. I'm like, me too. I know I I've in the, the halls of the media, of the corporate media. I know what goes on. It's, he's like, it's biased. Uh, It's biased. How show me a biased, something biased. Truth has a liberal bias. That's the problem. Reality has a liberal bias. So what? Where's the bias? And where are so reporting what goes on is bad because it doesn't look good for Trump. When we pull back the covers, it doesn't look good for Trump. When we don't pull back the covers, when we just look at him. He's a fucking fraud from head to toe. Through and through, he's a piece of dirt. From the minute he came down the escalator, calling a a minority, targeting other human beings with this bullshit. They're rapists. Maybe the update would be, oh, they're pedos. You fucking... It's like the, the, the idiots who cry pedo. Well, while we're on it, while I brought it up, here, let's talk about Republicans and sex crimes. Jordan Weissman writes, I think it was in Salon, I don't remember now. Okay. Okay. 
where is it? Okay, because American politics are now just one long, low-rent nightmare, Republican culture warriors have spent the past few weeks slandering their various enemies as being soft on pedophilia. For some time, this sort of raving was mostly confined to QAnon, the Trump-idolizing conspiracy cult that believes Democratic politicians and other elites are secretly operating a global trafficking, child trafficking ring. But a confluence of events has helped bring a version of this mainstream. But I guess, I, you know, this is me talking, not the article, but... I uh, I guess a lot of people did forget about Elon Musk and his uh, calling everybody pedos back in 2018. During the Supreme Court confirmation hearings of Judge Katanji Brown Jackson in March, Republican Senators Josh Harley and, and Ted Cruz, the traitors, attempted to smear the nominee by inaccurately claiming that she has a record of handling uh, handing out unusually light sentences in cases where the defendants were accused of viewing child pornography. I mean, what a vile bunch of fuckers these people are. You know? How scum, scummy they are. They're not fit to, to lick... Katandri Brown Jackson's toe jam. They're not fit to sit in the same room with her. Josh Harley, this he who's he just wrote a book on manliness. I mean, what these fucking people need mental health checks. They need to be they they need to be in a in a psych ward. All of them under 24-hour observation they need group therapy they need a they need a group hug they need to just get the help they need you know and stop inflicting it on decent people like katanji brown jackson who doesn't matter you know they what what they saw their morons grabbing onto this pedophile bullshit and and I'll tell you we, as we know many of these of the same uh, morons who spread this uh pedo and grooming bullshit are pedos you realize that there's been numerous arrests of republican influencers for child you know da- uh trafficking all kinds of shit child uh you know sexual assault material i can't we'll, we'll we'll get to it let's see where was i the issue descended deeper into absurdity after the three moderate republicans voted to confirm jackson this week and representative perjury trader green the walking id of maga america tweeted about them saying that murkowski collins and romney are pro pedophile oh my god these i hate that how, how how why what did i do in a past life that I had to come back now and share the same air as perjury trader grain. Right? Doesn't it feel like a punishment? 
It's just in time for Christmas, right, perjury? That's when I saw that clip. I thought... By the way, you can pick up a butt plug or a dildo at Target and CBS nowadays. By the way, I mean, what are you dropping hints for Christmas? Perjury? Just in time for Christmas. You can pick up a... How much, perjury? You can pick up a butt plug or a dildo. At CVS and Target. Oh, great. That, um, someone has a, a birthday coming up, right? Is that it? That's what I thought. Are you trying to, are you trying to let us know what you want for Christmas? Perjury? All right. pro-pedophile. Meanwhile, defenders of Florida's Don't Say Gay Law, which strictly limits public school teachers' ability to discuss LGBTQ people and issues in the classroom, began referring to the legislation as an anti-grooming bill because their Republicans are sick. They want people to die. They want Americans to die. They want other Americans to hate other Americans and be, be very triggered by other Americans. And they want to stoke the mob. They don't care what kind of mob. They, got, they want mobs, all different kinds of mobs, anti-gay mobs, uh, anti-American mobs, anti-democracy mobs, anti-Mexican mobs, right? anti Immigrant mobs. They just want different pockets of mobs. Anti-government mobs. They want, uh, and then they want to. They add the add the fuel to the fire with their f their filth, and set mobs loose amongst the American community. You know, because yeah, they love the they love America. They love the Constitution. They want to promote the general welfare by sending mobs out into the streets to kill other Americans. They want confusion. They want to stir up hate. You know, oh, you can buy a butt plug and a dildo. Which, well, who can fuck off, perjury trader green? We know that you're a serial adulterer. So... Keep, why don't you uh, take that two-by-four out of your own eye before you start looking at the, the splinters in everybody else's? Yes, because shame, shame. Be, what if a child sees that sex is just a normal part of life? What the fuck can go wrong? What a, it's horrible because children should grow up like Republicans. They should grow up to hate themselves. They should grow up to hate others. Right? They should grow up repressed and self-loathing and, and in the closet. And if they hate themselves and, and think that they're dirty, inherently dirty and disgusting, they will join the Republican Party. And the cycle will continue. Right? I guess that's why they want everybody to 
never never show that or or uh, to just hide kids from the notion that human beings have sex i'm not saying show them pornography nobody fucking is saying that but imagine if it's not uh if they're not heaped with shame and you you know in other countries they discuss things with children in the ways that children understand but they under, they understand that you know there's good touching bad touching that they prepare them to be fully actualized adults and not sexual predators like like republicans you know like uh Madison Cawthorn People who jump on their cousin's face. Right? Fucking fuckers. Meanwhile, defenders of the... Yes, 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 what did I say? Anti-grooming bill evoking the deeply homophobic idea that an adult would only take talk about these topics with a child in order to prime them for abuse. After Disney, one of Florida's largest employers called for the law to be repealed, conservative social media influencers and Fox News personalities like Laura Ingraham launched a wild crusade against the company, accusing it, too, of being complicit in grooming. Fuck you. Grooming. Because any mention of gay people means you're grooming? Because you got to be ashamed, you see? They bring back shame. That should be, that's the Republican way. They can't, they can't exist. There would be no Republican Party if there weren't freaks racked with shame. What do you think fascism comes from? People don't get attracted to fascism because they're emotionally, spiritually, and sexually stable, right? They get attract they they are attracted to these freak ideologies because they're sick and twisted in many in all ways at all levels. So the writer continues, this is galling, but it is especially rich considering that, uh, that of the two major parties, the GOP has many more notable and recent scandals involving sexual abuse of minors and young students, as well as a recent track record of reacting to them with a shrug. Let's review some of the history. In 2006, Florida Rep. Mark Foley was forced to resign after it was revealed that he sent some sexually explicit messages and propositioned teenage congressional pages via email and text. That's some fucking grooming. That's grooming in the actual sense of the word. In 2015, former Rep. Dennis Hastert, the longest ever serving Republican Speaker of the House, pleaded guilty to making illegal hush money payments in order to cover up his history of sexually abusing high school wrestlers that he had coached decades before. Nothing is more stunning than having serial child molester and Speaker of the House in the same sentence, the judge said at his sentencing. So, 
During and after the 2016 presidential race, among the dozens of women who accused former president, so-called president Donald Trump, despite receiving fewer votes, of being a sexual predator, were several contestants of the 1997 teen, teen U, Miss USA pageant who reported that he barged into their dressing room while the girls as young as 15 were changing. Trump allegedly told them, don't worry, ladies, I've seen it all before. His campaign denied the accusation, but CNN unearthed a 2005 Howard Stern interview where Trump bragged about it and bragged about walking into the backstage dressing rooms of the pageants he ran. I rem and you remember the, the audio, right? During the 2018 midterms, Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore was accused of preying on girls as young as 14. The New Yorker reported that his habit of trying to pick up high schoolers was so notorious that it actually got him banned from his local mall. <laughs> banned from the mall, banned from the bowling alley. I mean, these, these are the, not the cream of the crop we're dealing with. Also in 2018, Representative Jim Jordan of one of Trump's fiercest allies and co-founder of the hardline conservative f fucking Freedom Caucus <laughs> became embroiled in a scandal over his time as a wrestling coach at Ohio State University where the team doctor named Richard Strauss, who committed suicide in 2005, was found to have sexually abused more than 177 male student athletes. An investigation commissioned by the university found that Strauss regularly used examinations as an excuse to grope and fondle the students, sometimes to the point of ejaculation, often ordered them to strip nude unnecessarily, and in two cases attempted to to perform oral sex. Numerous former wrestlers told reporters that Jordan was personally aware of the abuse during the early 90s, but chose to turn a blind eye. The congressman simply denied having any knowledge of it and suggested at least one of the, to one of the accusers that claiming otherwise was acting on a personal vendetta against him. And we also know, and I'm sure I have the video somewhere, of one of the brothers of the accusers testifying be under oath before Congress that Jim Jordan called him and cried, literally cried, you know, conservative tears. That the conservatives only cry when they're crying for themselves, you see. Cried and, and begged this young man who was a, a younger man at the time, but begged him to get his brother to not report that he was sexually abused and that Jim Jordan knew about it. That they went to Jim J Jordan and asked him to help them. And he, d he, he did nothing. He turned a blind eye because the, you know, the guy was his friend. Jim Jordan is a, is a, is a dirt bag. I wonder if I have that. And oh, I, he's another one of these unbearable dirtbags. Grandstanding, 
these little uh, trademark fucking non-jacket and his oh my god he's always yelling I don't know what it is what is it about Jim Jordan's voice it's it doesn't seem like he's he's yelling yelling but it is like it it it's so it, it's so grating Ugh. Republicans only cry for themselves. It's really true. Here, here, I just want to play this. Jim Jordan called me crying. Crying. Groveling. On the 4th of July. Begging me to go against my brother. Begging me. Crying for a half hour. That's the kind of cover-ups that go, that's going on there. Now, you guys can sit and act like it's not going on, but I, I got a, a lot of other stuff here. Emails that were taken out of my mailbox. That's a crime. There's a lot of things going on. crying finally Matt Getz of Florida well this was when he was currently under the, a was currently the subject of a literal sex trafficking investigation looking into whether he had sex with underage girls among other issues on Twitter, liberals have taken to rattling off this list of scandals, among others. I mean, that's, that's just the tip of the iceberg, guys. In response to conservative accusations of grooming. In a somewhat apt turn of events, a former Republican National Committee s staffer was sentenced for child pornography the same day that Katanji Brown Jackson was confirmed to the court. You see? Oh, and that guy, I mean, these people are real monsters. The XRNC staffer got more than 12 years in prison. His name is Ruben Veras de Gui. Vera, let me see. Veras de Gui, yeah. A probe that snared Ruben Verastagui allegedly involved at least 18 others. They had him, um, I don't know if they had him on tape. Or they had him, or, or it was an email. But he was literally saying that he, he his favorites, his favorite type of child, sec, child sexual assault material was um, infants. He loved watching infants being abused. But he, and he was a big, big holy roller, the guy. Big holy roller. Big at the right to life or the march for life. He was a speaker there. You know, he wanted all the little babies to, you know... He was he was uh, defending life for the because all the babies he wanted more babies to be abused. 
Let's see. Some have gone further, remarking that the GOP is particularly afflicted with a pedophile problem. Every accusation is a confession, goes one of the popular refrains from large social media accounts have been trying to make the phrase pedocon stick. Personally, I don't think Democrats ought to start earnestly debasing or debating with Republicans over which party has really has more pedophiles overall, which I which is a sentence I can really believe I'm typing. I can't really believe I'm typing, okay? Or reading for that matter. Sexual abuse and misconduct doesn't have a partisan valance. You can certainly find Democrats out in the world who've been convicted of child porn charges and never forget Anthony Weiner went to jail for sexting a 15-year-old girl. But if conservatives are going to smear progressives as groomers and pose as the nation's protector of children, it's certainly fair to bring up this history. It's also entirely valid to note how weak the GOP response has been to, to recent scandals concerning their own rank and file. The way Republicans set aside a vast array of sexual abuse charges against Trump and lined up behind him has been discussed so many times that there's really no need to go over it again. The party's response to Moore, meanwhile, was what you might describe as pathetic. To, to their credit, a number of elected Republicans did call on Moore to exit the race, or they said they would have to write, vote for a write-in candidate. So, and the Republican National Committee pulled its funding from his campaign. Republican National Committee did it did as well, at least, I mean, uh, at least briefly. But Donald Trump decided to re-endorse more. The RNC resumed its support, <laughs> saying, we stand with our president. Fuck you. You see what I mean? But not with, not with baby, not with the kids at the mall. When it came to Jordan, congressional Republicans simply circled the wagons. In 2018, House Speaker Paul Ryan waved off demands for, eth for an ethics committee hearing into whether Jordan was lying, or inquiry, uh, whether he was lying. Uh, he then called Jordan a man of honesty and a man of integrity. Don't you want to vomit? I know I do. A man of honesty and integrity. That's Jim Jordan. Unreal. I'm just looking at some videos. So I'm see if there's any appropriate ones to play. Oh, anyway, whatever. This all, let's see, later in 2020, Jordan's GOP colleagues selected him to become the top-ranking Republican on the House Judiciary Committee. Oh, we get, we, it's coming again, guys. 
get ready for the shit show. The clown show is is coming. Well, as if we haven't suffered enough. Oh, my God. So, okay. Uh, which handles federal criminal legislation, including issues on sex trafficking and child pornography. Liz Cheney, the then number three Republican in the House, said it was totally, it was a totally unified decision all around, so lest we forget who Liz Cheney is. This all unfolded in the face of credible allegations that Jordan not only knew about the abuse at Ohio State, but had responded to multiple students who told him about it with comments like, if he tried that on, on me, I'd kill him. You see, it's, it's the abused boy's fault because he should have killed him. Why didn't you kill him? By all accounts, Strauss's behavior was an open secret. Six former wrestlers told CNN that he were that they were personally present when Jordan heard misconduct complaints about the doctor. A former ref also filed a lawsuit alleging that he complained to Jordan and another coach after Strauss masturbated in front of him, and they responded, "Yeah, that's Strauss." Can you fucking believe these people? Boys will be boys. That's Strauss. He's just, yeah, that's it. You want to play on the wrestling team? You're going to have to deal with this old fucking dirtbag jerking off on you. (laughs) That's Strauss. That's our Strauss. Jordan claims that he was cleared of wrongdoing in the official report by Ohio State's investigators, which did not mention his name. Investigators concluded that we have said, what we have said from the beginning, Congressman Jordan knew, never knew of any abuse, and if he would, he would have dealt with it, even though we have uh, numerous witnesses with testimony to the contrary. Okay. But that's not what the report actually said. Rather, the investigators wrote that except in the case of the coach, they could not identify any other contemporaneous documentary evidence proving that athletic staff were aware of Strauss's actions. In other words, there was no paper trail. However, they did add that 22 coaches confirmed to the investigative team that they were aware of rumors and or complaints about Strauss dating back to the 1970s. That's Strauss. That's our Strauss. Could you imagine? You know, this is that's how it is with Republicans. That's our Strauss. If you're in on with them, if you're a a filthy fascist like them, oh well. Some people are born to be slaves, like Rush Limbaugh said. Some boys are just born to be abused. If you're, but if you're a Democrat, you're too woke. If you're not woke, you're with us. You want to molest boys? Go right ahead. That's our Strauss. Anyway. 
These people make me sick. But worse, they make us all sick. That's the problem. They make the country sick. They make humanity sick. They make the general welfare sick. I mean, really, I think I would be shocked if a Republican, I don't know, didn't behave like that. I, I don't know. what we, what we will, will we ever live to see the day where Republicans aren't horrific and bringing nothing to the table? I wonder. I wonder what I, I would, I'd like to see that day. All right, let's talk about, here's, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple of things. Oh. You know, I found funny that when Trump's taxes were released, which we haven't, re we haven't seen the whole thing yet. We've only seen summaries of Trump's taxes, but, um, the Republicans are very upset that it's, it's unprecedented and supposedly it's not unprecedented, but they're just a bunch of drama queens who are searching for the superior moral justification for, um, corruption for, for covering corruption. That's what they're afraid of. Well, if they're bribes, they don't want their bribes getting out there. And I found it funny. They were like, this is going to set a precedent. And, and it was almost like a warning that they were, they're warning us that they'll, they will, um, release the taxes of Supreme court justices. Pretty please. Oh, oh, don't, don't throw us in that briar patch. For goodness sakes. I don't understand how they don't think that's not a threat. Uh, uh, you promise? <laughs> I thought this was funny because the Yahoo website or Jack Holmes writes for Yahoo Life website. I don't even, oh no, it's not Yahoo Life. It's just coming up on that. It's from Esquire. That's why I was like, what is this website? But it's actually under very small underneath. It says Esquire. Releasing Trump's tax returns could mean the same for the Supreme Court. Don't threaten us with a good time. Really? You promise? Pretty please? Jack Holmes writes, the House Ways and Means Committee released the executive summary of a report on former assholes. Uh, Trump, uh, you know, whatever, the con man's tax returns late Tuesday. And the findings were about what you'd expect. The headline seems to be that the IRS was not conducting its mandatory audits. And we'll get into that because he's, you know, corruption. It's corruption. The headline seems to be that the IRS was not con conducting its mandatory audits of a sitting president while Trump was 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 in the was staining the White House. Longtime viewers may remember that Trump used to promise he would soon release his returns, but they were under audit. Oh, 
fact is they weren't. After a while, he stopped even offering the audit excuse and just waged an all-out legal war to keep them out of the view of the public. You'd be shocked, I tell you, to learn that the returns in question feature red flags regarding charitable contributions, related party loans, and various deductions Trump has claimed since 2015. Because he's a piece of dirt. You see, he's not just dirt, he's a piece of dirt. Charitable deduction. Nobody checked into it. He's like, he, that's why he, he declared negative. He, he made less than, and every year he made less. He declared like a negative $45,000, not 40, $45 million in income. I, I got to start doing this. What if you did that? That's the problem. We would get audited. We would we would be in trouble. Oh, we don't have pals in the IRA. We don't get to appoint the dirtbag who wrote an article saying that Trump shouldn't release his tax returns. We don't get to appoint that guy as the head of the IRS. You see, I mean, I'm so sick of it. This is the problem. Money in politics. And you know what? Worse than that, it's not the it's not just the problem in politics. It's the it's money is the problem. Greed. That's the problem. And we should do everything in our power as a civilized society that uh, and to honor those who overthrew that kind of wealth and power. That kind of corruption. They over they fought a revolution to overthrow the intergenerational aristocracy that they had its boot on our necks for thousands of years. So we should do everything in our power to ensure that that kind of that parasitic wealth doesn't run the show anymore. To to have a constitution that promotes that's that says right in there numerous times in all capital letters promote the general welfare that's a radical thing it's not it doesn't talk about how uh, the king was given to us by god to rule over us because we don't know what i'm doing otherwise it would be it would be babylonia on earth it would be it would be like hell on earth. We would it would be dis- disorder and discord. To over it would be uh it wouldn't be the natural order of things. The natural order of things is to have your lord beg your lord for a trickle. And yeah, that I mean, that's it in a nutshell. That's why the Republicans are a fundamentally undemocratic bunch of traitors. They hate, they hate the notion that uh, of the general welfare in period, end of sentence. In just put a pin in that. They hate that shit. The general welfare. They hate that. They want the welfare of the 
of those who deserve it. The welfare of the 1%. We are, 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 just, are meant, that's the way God wants it, to uh, we promote the welfare of the 1%. That's it. That's the, the two um, prevailing ideology. Oh, well, not prevailing. The two, you know, that, that's the tension in Western civilization. For now, democracies supposedly are the, uh, have the upper hand, but up against the ropes. It does, you know, it's not guaranteed that it's going to remain this way. The funniest element is has been the extended histrionics from the House Republicans at the prospects that tax that Trump's tax returns could be released. As a reminder, every presidential candidate since Nixon has voluntarily released their tax returns except Trump, the guy whose foundation and university have sh been shuttered for extremely above-board business practices and whose flagship company was found guilty of criminal tax fraud earlier this month. If you're curious whether Joe Biden is getting sh uh, shady kickback payments from Hunter Biden via his laptop or whatever, you could start by investigating Start your investigation by reviewing his tax returns, right? They uh, For a few years. And you could do that right now because they're posted. They're friggin' posted on his website. But the public getting a look at the tax returns of, you know, Mr. Conman is a national emergency. You see what I'm saying? Republicans act like... I mean, we're gonna be so up to our 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 fucking balls with this uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, if we were up to our balls with Hunter Biden's laptop, we'd be lucky. It's gonna be up to the 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 stars with this Hunter Biden's laptop. It's gonna be the new, ugh, the new gross, ugh, tedious, never ending repetitive i mean that's the it's never gonna stop this hunter biden's laptop shit we're gonna have to deal with this for the next two years until we get rid of these republicans legally and peacefully it's such an emergency to republicans in fact that representative ken brady took to the microphones to warn of the slippery slope that we were towing up to in this dark day in American history. Wait, hold on. It's so funny. Going forward, the majority chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee and the Senate Finance Committee will have nearly unlimited power to target and make public the tax returns of private citizens. <laughs> And not just private citizens, Good. political enemies, business and labor mm -hmm. leaders, or even the returns of Supreme Court justices oh, themselves. Hell no. No party in Congress should have that power. 
No individuals in Congress should have that power. Why? It's a power to embarrass, to harass, what? or destroy um, Americans through disclosure of their tax return. Well, and I don't understand why you're so afraid. It's to embarrass? Because maybe it's to warn the American people that the fucking con man is a Putin as a compromised Putin puppet. How about that? Or maybe where where's he getting these bribes from? Sh- whatever your name is, Kevy Kev Brady, whatever your hell name is. I don't. <laughs> it's like this is a national emergency. They can release the tax returns of Supreme Court justices. Oh, pretty please. Who paid off? Uh, I like justice. I like beers. Debt. He was hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Who paid it off all of a sudden? Where'd that come? I'd like to know. Wouldn't we all like to know who's getting bribed? This is the problem. It's to it's a way to embarrass. It's a way to protect our democracy from a bunch of traitors, from a bunch of greed-centered ghouls. Right? I don't see what the why they think this is some thing that uh, we should all be concerned about. Release my taxes. I don't give a shit. Release them. I paid more taxes than Trump. Lots more. And I'm, that's a little annoying. That I, that that piece of, uh, pa- that parasite, that full bloated parasite is riding on my back. If the House Ways and Means Committee were to regularly publish the tax returns of private citizens who were not president of the United States in less, in less than two years ago, that would indeed be a problem. Business and labor lead- leaders would be a problem, too. But the inclusion of the Supreme Court justices here, it almost feels like a Freudian slip. At present, the justices enjoy probably the most generous veil of secrecy for any major government officials, and they merely have the power to declare things legal or illegal at any time, and sometimes without explanation. Supreme Court justices are the only judicial body not subject to a code of ethics, even though, hello, Ginny Thomas? Uncle Clarence Thomas? I like beer, Brett, Justice uh, Amy Coney, Handmaid, Gorsuch, all of the, I mean, these dishonorable traitors. Give me a break. We should know who's, who, uh, where they get their money from. Who's paying them? Who paid off Kavanaugh's debts? The Supreme Court justices are the, uh, like I said, the only ones who don't have a code of ethics, the only uh, judicial body. Conflicts of interest are considered a non-factor, apparently. 
any uh, now recently of course right they used to be uh they they had they held themselves to some kind of higher standard they were recused themselves they, that never happens anymore conflicts of interest are considered a non-factor Ginny, since Ginny Thomas, Thomas's activism has not spurred Justice Uncle Clarence to recuse himself from January 6 cases. For years, Thomas and Antonin Scalia would visit conferences and seminars organized by, at least in one case, a secretive network of Republican donors led by the Koch brothers, Justice Alito has been accused of cozying up with anti-abortion and other conservative activists. Many justices have deep ties to the Federalist Society, which in turn has deep ties to powerful interests with businesses, with business, excuse me, before the court. Releasing their taxes might not tackle all of this in the way of a code of ethics, but it would possibly offer some insight <laughs> whether Justice I Like Beer is still buying so many baseball tickets. Right? Remember that? Yeah, but the mystery of Brett Kavanaugh's baseball ticket debt. How did the nominee for the Supreme Court spend $60,000 to $200,000 on Washington national seats? And how did he pay it off so quickly? That's the question. During his confirmation hearings in, tw in 2005, Justice John Roberts told ch senators that he saw his job as a, ju as a judge as a matter of calling balls and strikes. Brett Kavanaugh, whom President Asshole nominated to sit alongside Roberts, has apparently spent a great deal of time and money observing literal balls and strikes being thrown. According to financial disclosures, Kavanaugh has between or had between $60,000 and $200,000 in debt spread across three credit cards and a loan. And uh, let's see, the Washington Post reported that the White House has an explanation for the debt. Kavanaugh spent it on Washington Nationals tickets. All of it. A White, White House spokesman leading the communications push for Kavanaugh's fucking fake nomination said that I Like Beer had purchased Nationals t season's tickets and payoffs and playoff seats for himself and a handful of friends. And each credit card had between $15,000 and $50,000 in debt, as did a personal loan. By the time of his 2017... Could you imagine taking out a personal loan to buy baseball tickets? Supposedly. By the time of his 2017 di disclosure, the debts were mysteriously gone. Isn't that odd? Where'd you get your... Where did it come from? Where do you get a... All of the sudden, did you get it from mama? Did you... You got a mama still? Mommy or daddy? Who? Where'd you get it from? Who paid off your debts? You fucking parasite.
You, I like beer parasite. Who likes beer? The eye-popping figures, tens of thousand dollars on baseball tickets? Can you believe that? Spotlight Kavanaugh's own financial situation and the bruising contours of a high-stakes confirmation fight, and they raise questions on how the, be- the debt was paid off so quickly. More importantly and curiously, the question is not how Kavanaugh accrued the debts, attributed supposedly to baseball tickets, but how he paid it down. It's strange to imagine that a man of comparatively modest means would put tens of thousands of dollars on a credit card to buy baseball tickets, but even stranger that they would be paid off so quickly. Just like someone paid this debt for what reason? The White House says that I Like Beer's friends reimbursed him for the tickets and that he no longer buys them. The fact remains that the cabin that I Like Beer suddenly cleared at least $60,000 and $200,000 in mysterious debt over one year, sums large enough that senators might want to know where the sources of the payments were. It would be challenging, though not impossible, to accrue as much of debt in such a short time on season tickets. Whatever. You see what I mean? But it's Republicans. It's okay if a Republican does it. Right? That's the way it is. Let's get back to more important news like Hunter Biden's laptop. All right. Where is it? The House Ways and Means Committee report finding that Trump was not properly audited by the IRS as president. Oh, what a surprise. What a effing surprise. You mean there's there's gambling at this casino? This is incredible. It's incredible. Hello, everybody. I, I haven't been paying a lot of time in the chat room. Nice to see you, everyone. Jim and Covert, White Rabbit, and Terry Taylor. And nice to see you, Stephen. Stephen Dretler in the chat, and Errol Thomas, and Terry Taylor, and Play Dave, and Haiku, of course. Thank you, Haiku, for being a moderator. And Thomas, Thomas Garrett. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Sage. Yeah. Tommy Smith on the chat says, Hillary Clinton was right about every MF and thing regarding Trump. She really was. Isn't it horrible to think? I mean, I was not a Hillary Clinton fan or whatever. I was for Bernie, but I voted for Hillary because I don't completely hate America, of course. I try to make... I try. I want to make America great. So I didn't want to 
give it to a con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam and a history of sexual assault. You know, a pedo, a groomer. And uh, so, but, I mean, she she was so right. It was almost like Miss Cleo up in this bitch talking about him. How he's a Putin puppet, how he's a traitor, how he's not as rich as he says he is. Oh, and by the way, um, just thinking about the Republicans as Putin puppets and traitors and uh, earlier... When Zelensky was speaking, Republicans were uh, the, well, the usual suspects, perjury trader Green and Lauren Band from the bowling alley, Bobert, weren't applauding for him. I, I wanted to play this video. It reminded me of this video about how Republicans are a bunch of Putin puppets. So let's just play it quickly. It's only a minute and a half. On July 4th, 2018, after the Senate Intelligence Committee confirmed that Russia interfered in the 2016 election, eight Republicans were at the Kremlin doing a photo op with high-ranking members of Vladimir Putin's regime. Lawmakers traveled to Moscow this week on a Republicans-only trip to Russia. One Russian official said the eight Republicans were soft and that the meeting was one of the easiest of his life. Senator Ron Johnson even downplayed Russian election interference just days after his 4th of July trip to Moscow and after Putin illegally invaded Ukraine and started shelling cities full of civilians Ron Johnson went on Fox News to blame President Biden I don't think Vladimir Putin would have moved on Ukraine were it not for the weakness displayed uh, certainly by the Biden administration but also by the West in general if these senators were truly worried about Russia, why did they all vote to block three separate election security bills? Why did they cover for Trump when he withheld crucial military aid to Ukraine? Why have they all consistently taken Putin's side? Vladimir Putin has shown that his goal is to destabilize Western democracy. From Ukraine to the U.S., we can't allow his puppets to sink their claws deeper into our government. America, vote out Russia's Republican allies in 2022. Just wanted to remind you who they are. They really are a bunch of Putin puppets. And that's what, when I hear Republicans like perjury trader green they're constantly attacking Zelensky. and in fact here is while today Zelensky spoke at congress here's pissant charlie kirk's response there's a two trillion dollar omnibus bill that cannot be passed without republican support cannot happen now we've already sent over one hundred billion dollars to ukraine i just got to brag on this show a little bit our production team our guests we have been warning about ukraine and this being a waste of money and a waste of time since the very beginning and now they want to spend another 45 billion dollars where's this money going where are the weapons going is it being audited the answer is no. We are doing direct 
bank transfers into the treasury of Ukraine. Mm. And as I mentioned, the uppity foreigner, the international welfare queen, that can't be bothered to put on a suit and tie. I don't know. Let, let me just make sure I get this right. Is Zelensky wearing a suit and tie today? I don't know. He's probably wearing the Fetterman look. Unreal. You say they they are they're these useless idiots of democracy's demise. Welfare he calls Zelensky a welfare queen. You know, because Republicans are always on the wrong side of history. They hate democracy. They love autocracy. They especially love Putin. They love fake strongmen who fake uh, act like they're, well, they act like they're strongmen by um, going bare-chested on a horse. They like all the displays, the over-the-top displays of this fake masculinity they're not they're not strong in any sense of the word they're weak they're weak as shit and charlie kirk especially he's not just like perjury trader green and lauren banned from the bowling alley bobert what will history say of them they'll only support ukraine after the fact you understand when ukraine wins when they kick, when they finally kick the autocrats' ass, and history is written, uh, the history of this time, and Zelensky is is lauded as the hero he is, and remembered as such, as a as someone that I don't know. We should all aspire to to well, at least aspire to support in his effort to f- actually promote freedom, you know? Because that's what the Ukrainians are fighting for. They want freedom, the freedom to live in a democracy, in a, in a uh, to the freedom of self-governance. They don't want this, this little pissant rolling in because they all, they all have the same views. They hate gays like Republicans do. They want women in their place like Republicans do. This is, they have the same ideology as Putin. Do you understand? And they like the strong man, the fake, uh, you know, democracy, the veneer of democracy that is actually an autocracy run by a thin skinned autocrat. A corrupt autocrat that's a parasite, another parasite. Zelensky is fighting for democracy. He's actually fighting for freedom. The freedom to have elections, to choose, to choose what life you want to lead and whom you want to live your life with. Go to school, go to university, study gender studies if you want that's freedom. That's why people fight, bleed, and die. So they can live life uh, with the um, basic infrastructure of democracy and civilization. You know, so uh, we can pursue happiness. What do Republicans know of that, though? That's threatening to them. 
Right, Junior? <laughs> Tara Junior Junior is here. What are you doing? Hmm? Tara Junior Junior is here. He's a good boy. All right, Junior. We hear you. Am I wrong here? Welfare queen. The right-wing Republicans slammed aid to Ukraine. And this is what we're going to have to deal with now. When Republicans... They're like, we're not giving a blank check to someone who's fight. Why, why would we care about... You know, this is the thing. Like, How can you explain to a bunch of traitors why we would care about Ukraine why why we don't want a uh, this this century's hitler rolling in on someone else's sovereign territory how do you explain that you can't it's it's like the same way you can't explain to republicans why they you know, why you would wear a mask to save, even though I don't need no mask. I, I don't have any whatever. I don't have any uh, pre-existing conditions or whatever. I'm fine. I should, I'll be fine if I, you know what I mean? You wear it so you don't get other people sick. You know, you can't explain decency. To, to, I don't know, to, uh, to, to lizards, you just can't explain to, you can't, it's like explaining, um, bonding to a lizard who doesn't have the part of the brain that, uh, that secretes oxytocin, you know what I mean? They just can't, there's no way you can't. You can't explain it. Marjorie Taylor Greene trashed Mitch McConnell as a turncoat who's pushing for uh, aid to Ukraine. She said, so he can hand $47 billion to Zelensky. I mean, these, these blubbering idiots, these traitors... Somebody like Perjury Trader Green, who on the third day she was sworn into office, had to beg a con man for a pardon because she's a traitor. She, how do you explain to her why we would we want a uh, a democracy not to fall to autocracy? It's like the American people are raped every day at their hands, uh, at the hands of their own elected leaders, Perjury Trader Green tweeted about aid to Ukraine. That's rape? Unfucking real. Idiots. Now, what will? What's history going to say about these morons? In hindsight, they're not, they will never, they never come out looking good. That's the thing. Don't Republicans ever tire 
of looking like idiots in history's light. They were, they don't. It's incredible. Anyway, and they think this is, oh, America, they, they look like morons and they will, they are, they look like the morons they are. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I know, Junior. Enough is enough. Anyway, how much longer are we going to take it, everybody? Let me read this one last thing. It's almost, it's late, getting late. Right, June? Right, Junie June? What do you think, Tara Junior? Look over here. <laughs> you see what I got to put up with? He bites me. Yes, honey. Isn't that soothing? Maybe this, we should just do this from now on. And just have a show. Hey, 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 buddy, buddy, buddy. What happened? What happened there? You just knocked my camera. You knocked my camera into blackness. How'd you do that? Isn't this, this is why people like cat videos. Hey, 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 hey. I gotta start putting some cat videos up on the channel. I keep, I have many plans I have to do. One, I gotta update the Patreon page. I gotta start making some YouTube shorts. I gotta do some TikToks. I'm trying to figure that out. And I have to do a um, show with Robin. We're doing a Robin show. Robin Kincaid. And what else do I have to do? There's something else. Oh, I have to do tirades for Progressive Voices. These are all on the list. I have to... Uh, oh, yes, I said that. Update the Patreon page. I got a lot of shit to do, but I'm only me, and I... You know, we gotta get more patrons up in this bitch. For this bitch. Okay, I saw this article, and I thought it was up my alley and up your alley so I want to read it and comment on it it's called a warning for today's super rich from ancient Rome's wealthiest man by Peter Stothard S-T-O-T-H-A-R-D former editor of the Times of London okay and for, let me see. Former editor of the Times of London and the Times Literary Supplement is the author of Crassus, the first tycoon. Okay, an ever more unequal society loses its links to democracy. And this is what we've been saying this whole time. We, we, and that's why, that's what the Democrats, they really need to listen to this show. And you should start sending them the, the links to the show. And maybe that's what I need to do on the friggin' YouTube shorts, you know? Just start d you doing... Some, that's a good idea. I should write that down. Let me see. Like, just do some shorts that say... That um, talk about how... Or maybe I should do that in uh, Progressive Voices, tirade or something. 
what the talking points need to be. Let's see, dem talking points. Um, or is it talking points or framing? You know, it's not really talking points. It's reclaiming patriotism and, and presenting democratic policies as a patriotic imperative. That's what it is. Reclaiming patriotic imperative. Okay. And that's what it is. Could be just like right here. What what is written? Um, what Peter Stothard writes that excess wealth distorts. All right. Uh, let's see. An ever more unequal society loses its link to democracy. Wealth is good. Excess wealth distorts. The, these were the lessons of last years, uh, of the last years of the Roman Republic. And they are still lessons today. All right. I got to put him on the... I got to put him behind us here. All right. Hold on a second. Everybody say your good, good nights to Tara Jr. 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 Don't bite the camera. Why are you biting the camera? Say good night. Say good night. Get out of here. Ow! That hurt. Relax. Stop. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. All right. Let's begin again. <laughs> Look at him. Little bastard. Uh-oh. No, no, no. I'm going to have to put him in the bedroom. You get over there. You stop. You be good. Okay. I never... All right, let's start again. Oh, you motherfucker. Where the fuck are you? I feel like I'm being uh, stalked by Jaws. An ever more unequal society loses its links to democracy. Wealth is good. Excess wealth distorts. Those, who, those were the lessons of the last years of the Roman Republic. They are still lessons today. Seven years on from the con man's first presidential campaign, it's easy to forget that his populism came from the Latin textbooks. When Trump was riding high, he followed closely, likely not knowingly, the populists of ancient Rome. Trump was no Julius Caesar, except maybe in his dreams. But his electoral pitch did owe much to Caesar's, Caesar's uncle, Gaius Marius, Rome's first so-called man of the people who won election after election, a record seven consulships by attacking the elitism of his enemies and vaunting his own trustworthiness to the poor and left behind. 
when Trump used his purported wealth to prove his selfishness in seeking office and attacking Hillary Clinton as the client of the plutocrats, these were tactics that both Marius and Caesar would have instantly recognized. In 2022, the Latin lesson continues. Early Rome prospered, not because it was an egalitarian democracy, but because it was generally more equal, open, and democratic than its rivals. For instance, freeing slaves when the Greeks thought that was a step too far. But throughout the first century, uh, first century BCE, Rome's intermittent civil wars between the haves and the have-nots left one man eventually the wealthiest politician of his time, and maybe of all time. His name was Marcus Licinius Crassus. Like Trump, Crassus made his first fortune in property, and we've talked about him before, redeveloping land taken from losers, <laughs> building flash... Well, he would... He built... Uh, he would roll up when houses were on fire and say, I'll give you this property for a song and then put the fire out. And, uh, you know, that's how he made his wealth. He, he went on to make a genuine massive fortune from mining and banking. He's best known today as the villain who, cru- who crucified Kirk Douglas in Stanley Kubrick's film Spartacus. But, and that's true, he did hunt down Spartacus. But for all the gruesome theater of crosses along the Appian Way, winning a slave war was little more than a sideshow for Crassus. He had created himself a new kind of power. The permanent kind, the power to use money behind the scenes, pulling the strings of whichever puppet seemed to be in charge. He was the first tycoon. Even Caesar himself was Crassus's puppet at the beginning of his career. Crassus financed Caesar's election campaigns, making sure that a stupendous cost that at stupendous at a stu- making sure, excuse me, at a stupendous cost that Caesar became. Pontifex Maximus, the chief priest, the only man with a house in the Roman Forum. Once Crassus had helped Caesar to his military commands in Gaul, he watched his protege back in Rome bribing, money lendering, and making speeches and calling in favors in order to ensure, for a, a while at least, that Caesar became a useful counterweight to Crassus's lifetime rival, Pompey the Great. Caesar and Pompey both distorted the balance of Roman politics with vast wealth, one stolen, if critics were frank, from conquered kings in Rome's expanding empire. Crassus kept his place in this three-man oligarchy called the Three-Headed Monster, by continuing to use his financial power to balance the influence of his more acclaimed military partners. Senators wore black to show their objection to this change. Then this was called, if you remember your history, the first triumvirate, and that was it. The The senators, they were powerless to do anything about the Roman Republic becoming an oligarchy, so they wore black. Oh, whoopee fucking doopy, right? That was it. 
That was their protest. So they wore black to show their upset, their objection to this change uh, in the traditional checks and balances, but were powerless to do anything against it, against the dominance of the of the super rich. Gra- dra- gradually, Crassus came to see that wealth alone could not be enough to maintain his place at the three-legged top of the table of Rome. Caesar, rich from Gaul and protected by his loyal legions, didn't need Crassus's money anymore. And Pompey, after a triumph through the streets of Rome, parading golden statues of his own head in pearls, was probably for a time even richer than Crassus. So the man whose power rested on his reputation for wealth decided on a last campaign to keep himself up with Caesar and Pompey. He moved on to his rival's turf, trained personal legions, and he trained slaves for, for building sites and prepared to take on a neighbor in war. In 15 BCE, and excuse me, 53 BCE, 20 years after the Spartacus Rebellion, his fellow oligarchs allowed their colleague to plan an invasion of Parthia. Well, we know how this ends up. A sprawling empire east of the Euphrates. But Crassus, for all his commercial and organizational skill, was ill-prepared. He was accountable only to Caesar and Pompey. And it was all about this rivalry. The traditional senatorial systems of diplomacy and intelligence had broken down before the power of money. Crassus knew very little about his Parthian adversaries, and like Trump's friend Vladimir Putin in in Ukraine today, he thought he knew much more than he actually did. Crassus expected to face legionaries like his own, led by a deal-making pragmatist like himself. Instead, his army faced a swirling mass of archers on ponies, their quivers perpetually replenished by a camel train, the whole, a whole new weapon system. Trying to ne- negotiate a retreat, he squabbled over a horse. His head was cut down on the sand, his mouth filled with molten gold to mark the greed that all the Parthians knew him for. That's what I hope is awaiting Trump. I mean, legally and peacefully. You know? You want gold, honey? Here, eat these uh, NFT cards legally and peacefully. Back in Rome, the two remaining heads of the three-headed monster were soon at each other's throats. Caesar, on the side of the populace, defeated Pompey leader of the establishment, and ruled briefly as dictator before his assassination on the Ides of March in 44 BC. His chosen heir, yeah, and you see where this is going. His chosen heir, Octavian, won the final civil war before establishing a system of one-man rule, supported by a frail, almost fake democratic institution, which survived for centuries and that's i mean the whole um and we've pointed this out many times on this show i that's why i call this the last days of the american republic it is there's so many similarities of um the of this country i mean the only thing that actually gave me hope was the 
Republicans n- not completely winning in the in the midterms. I would feel a lot better if they didn't win the House, of course, but that was all because of gerrymandering and voter suppression, and that is the truth. They would not have won if not for their ability to to rig their their election the well not rig the election but rig the their you know the electoral map that's what I, that they even i mean we know this they even know this so that's the lesson they learned by not completely uh, winning in the election they need to they need to rig the map even further they need to disenfranchise people even further and their my as far as you know with trump what we really should fear is a um a more competent trump you know and the Republicans, well, because we see, we see, we've witnessed it. There are no, there, there are no, um, well, even Liz Cheney voted with Trump, mil, you know, uh, 99% of the time, but there are no Republican, rational Republicans anymore. They're all the MAGA Republican Party. And there's really no low too low. So just as the, like we were saying earlier, the corporate media would run cover for a fascist. They would, they, they would welcome a more competent version of Trump to put the nail in the democratic coffin once and for all. Let me see. So Stephen on the chat says, A plus, Terry, you know your ancient Roman history well, which is a study that I made for many years. Good for you. Yeah, that's great. We're going the same way as Rome, unfortunately. Stephen agrees. It's true. We really are. Um, The last days of of the American Republic. I hope we've maybe... I don't know. We just have to wake up more people. We have, and we have to stir the Democratic Party into uh, taking back. Well, I don't know. How, what do we have to do? Let's see. How can we stop this? The, the, the most frustrating part of the Democratic Party is they are also pawns of big money. Many of them, you know, the the only thing about the Democratic Party, I mean, I'm a, I am a registered Democrat, but I I have hope in the Democratic Party because some of the of the Democrats are not um, taking corporate money. So money and because money in politics is what has poisoned the system almost beyond repair at this point it needs it, it, it there has to be a reform 
but because money and politics is poison, wreck the system, these Democrats are simming, swimming in that filthy pool corroded by money. And some of the Democrats, like the, the members of the Progressive Caucus in particular, are not t taking corporate money. That is, that's the requirement for being in the Democratic, I mean, for being in the Progressive Caucus. But then there are others who really don't you know, see anything wrong with what they're doing. And, I, and these are the Democrats who are living in the past, frankly. They're, I mean, I, oh, all right, everybody's lauding Nancy Pelosi, and we'll see how history shakes out. But the fact is, Nancy, um, you know, I'm not, I don't completely hate her, of course, but I also don't appreciate that she's, she's pr been in Congress the whole time. The American working class went from the middle class to the working poor. So... And she, you know, and we, I've played the clip before about how, it, and it drove me up a wall. What, of that time, Nancy Pelosi was on Jimmy Kimmel saying that the For the People Act, she was pushing the, For the, Pe the Democratic Party's For the People Act, which would limit the, the influence of dark money, limit it. Not get rid of it, not end it. It's and then the 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 dumbass sheeple applauded in the audience. And I, when I saw that clip back in the day, I was like, "We're doomed. We are friggin' doomed." Because if the people are applauding this shit, they don't even see that they don't even see that as a problem. The entire audience should have been. What do you talk about? Limit the influence of dark money. How about you get it out of politics altogether and be done with it already? Aren't we all tired of watching this country go into a, a complete oligarchy? And, and we talk about it before, about in, the, in ancient Rome, if we went back in time it, after the Republic had fallen and you talked to an average Roman citizen and asked them what kind of government they were living under, they would tell you a Republic. They would tell you a Republic during the time of Nero, during the time of, of all the emperors moving forward because they still had the trappings of democracy. They had elections. They, you know, they had the veneer of, of a democracy or, you know, of they, they thought, you know, they were free, but it was, it was beyond repair. It was corrupted beyond repair. And that's what, that's what we're, we're witnessing. I mean, we see it in some people. They have this desire. They really are attracted to strong men rule, no matter what. We see it in the Republican Party. I've, we've played clips on the show of Republicans 
Wait, who's that lady? Like I remember early on. If I re- I never thought I'd want a dictator, but if we're gonna have one, I want it to be Trump. What what kind of damage? How how much damage has been done to someone who says I want a dictator to be Trump? If we're gonna have a dictator, I never thought I would say this, but here it is. I actually found it. Supposedly representing us in Washington. Seriously, if you want to take it back, it's citizen involvement. You can take the trash out. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Never in my life did I think I would like to see a dictator. But if there's going to be one, I want it to be Trump. Ah, and they're all applauding. And then, of course, we have... You hate it. It's immoral. It's wrong. It's heinous. It's evil. But this is an evil country. And this country will surprise you with how evil it is. And that's why you've got to get this out of your head that there is some silent majority cavalry that's going to come out of the woods and save us at the last minute. It's not. When we meet the left on the battlefield and they outnumber us like five to one, that's it. People think we're going to start getting cut down and then at the last minute they're going to blow the Volkish horn and the silent majority is going to come running in from the flanks on horses and they're just going to start cutting up. It's not going to happen. Because we are in the we are in the minority. There are not as many of us as there are of them. If they all had to vote, if you forced every man and woman in America to vote, there would be more of them than us by a lot. That's why they win the popular vote. That's why they win the House. That's why it is the way it is. And I hate to burst anybody's bubble, but there is simply no evidence that there is a silent majority. There is no evidence of this. Uh, there are too many non-white people in the country frankly, for that to be the case. The country's 40% non-white and like 80% of them are liberal, okay? And out of the white people, it's like 60-40. We're listening to Nick Fuentes, of 60%, by the way. The Nazi and that Trump had dinner with. You do the for those math. who I'm are the listening math. on the podcast. It didn't work. You do the math on that. It, there's not enough of us, okay? No, now, I know. I've been telling you. Good, you're a minority. And we don't want it to be. Yeah, because but, you hate America. So it's not the end. There are other ways, and I can elaborate on that later if people want me to, but that's a whole other discussion, really. But the point is, when you look at these things like uh, abortion, it's popular. People like abortion. Hate it. Oh, I wish true. your mother liked abortion. And you can thank the Jewish media for that. Wow. Abortion's popular. That's who Trump had dinner Sodomy's with. He's popular. You know, being gay po- is popular. What, what, what do you being know? feminist is popular. He's gay, 64. by the way. He's definitely in the closet. Sodomy is popular. You know, being gay is popular. You should try it sometime. Being feminist is popular. Mm-hmm. Sex out of wedlock is popular. Wow. That's all popular. That's all. That- Hate yourself, right? Hate your dirty, dirty sex, sexual self. But we love families. We just hate sex. We hate ourselves. We want you to hate. We want you to hate yourself and hate others and anybody who isn't isn't in our club of hate who doesn't hate themselves anyone who 
breaks out of the self-loathing and starts living an authentic life, we'll hate them. Hate them, too. And, yeah, we got a big club of, uh, of fellow haters, and it's called fans of Nick Fuentes now. It's called America First. It's always been the same, though. They've always been fascists. They've they they changed the monikers change but the the ideology never changes it's not to say it's good it's not to say i like that popular means the people support it which they do and uh and it sucks and it is what it is but that's why we need uh dictatorship right, <laughs> that's, that's unironically the point why i was trying to get, get to all that we need to take control of the media or take control of the government and force the people to believe what we believe mm. or force them to play by our rules and reshape the society. Oh, where did we hear this before? Where'd that come from? I mean, it, where have we heard that before? That's who, um, that's Nick Fuentes, who Trump had dinner with. And, yeah, no biggie. He's still the Republican frontrunner, right? Here's some another clip of Republicans praising dictators. There we have him. There is there the president is. of the United States, Donald Trump, about to walk down those stairs, stepping foot in Singapore as we await this historic summit with the North Korean dictator, Kim Jong-un. Anthony, we, talk to us about this moment. I mean, this is history. We are living, regardless of what happened. Isn't this fun? Uh, for those who don't remember, this is when the con man was squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes, trading love letters with a dictator, and um, with a tin pot dictator. And the Republicans were... Um, well, their their propaganda arm, the Der Sturmer of uh, mainstream media, known as Fox News, they were were working overtime to sell this to everyone like a big fucking to do. When um, it was really, it was nothing short of pathetic, because Trump did he 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 was Kim Jong Un's bitch. Okay, he did nothing. He gave uh, not the American people gained nothing from him meeting with this little pissant dictator. But he gave he did nothing. There were no concessions. There's no disarming or whatever. There's uh, there's still they're still shooting off rockets, little rocket man. He got nothing, but the the little pissant dictator got the uh, you know got to uh, get a American president onto North Korean soil, and got to take photos with an American so-called president. He got the propaganda coup for his people to show his the people that he oppresses what a big, big man he is. See, look, the American president is coming to kiss my ass. The fact is, he received, he got nothing for We got nothing for it. This is an embarrassment. This is like a like some bitch. You know, nobody likes a needy bitch. You understand? It's very unattractive. 
And that's what Trump is. He's like, oh, love me. Please love me. And I don't, you know, this is why the Republicans are unfit. They're unfit to lead a drunken conga line, much less a modern nation. They're, it, because Trump is pantomiming president, the president, right? You've seen, he must have seen footage, you know, Nixon in China. Must have seen newsreels of what happens he just chose he chose this little pissant dictator to to pantomime some kind of great meeting uh, or summit with when he's because he's such a loser he doesn't realize that no we we don't do that we're america we don't need to go meet with Kim Jong Un, this this tyrant, this this the little disgusting anti-humane tyrant. Why would we do that? It's like why would we have a military parade? That's the other thing Trump. Remember Trump wanted a military parade? It's so degrading. Why would you want that? Because, oh, they did it in France. He wants to show off all the weapons and, you know, he wants all the uh, soldiers to march for him because he's, because he's a little, he's sick. He's a sick little bitch who doesn't understand that that's actually a sign of weakness. It's not a sign of strength. The strong, the strong don't have to flex their muscles. The strong don't have to respond to every seeming slight. The strong just keep it moving, bitch. The eagles don't g- concern themselves with what the what the maggots are doing, do they? We don't have you don't have to respond to every little slight from every every unfit tin pot dictator you just keep it moving you don't have to say my rocket's bigger than yours you know it's like but republicans don't seem to understand this because they are fundamentally unfit and they are man child children like man child musk when a an expert in cave jo- diving says no thank you your your little fake submarine your tiny sub ain't gonna work in a cave in an underwater cave bitch because you it's uh it's not flexible you can't go around corners it can't bend we, that's what it, it, it's just not, it's not there. Keep working on it. Good little boy. Thanks. Then you don't come, uh, a man who's strong and knows that they know what they're doing doesn't come running out going, you're a pedo. I mean, it's so embarrassing. That's the other thing. What, what kind of behavior are they modeling for young people? Ugh, they're setting up other generations having to de- that will have to deal with a bunch of infants constantly. But here, I just the reason I'm playing this is because 
the Fox News uh, mouthpiece lets it slip and calls Trump a dictator, says this is really a meeting between dictators. Here we go. In that meeting between the two dictators, what we are seeing right now, this is history. In that meeting between the two dictators, 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 what <laughs> in that meeting between the two dictators. We're seeing right now, this is history. This is history, assholes who watch Fox News, all the you Fox News victims out there. This is really history what you're seeing here, the meeting of the dictators. God, see, they're confused. Oh, I forgot. This is still a democracy. I forgot. Well, still the veneer. Here's another thing from around the same time. There's all these memes from the old website that's now defunct. Are we close to seeing uh, Mr. Kim here at the White House? Uh, could happen. I mean, they talked yeah, about that yesterday. I would, with I would the have Michael him. Payne. Yeah, I think it's something that could happen. Yeah. You see this, and you see the way the Fox News asshole is fawning over Trump. You think uh, you're gonna? We're gonna see Mr. Kim here. Is Mr. Kim coming to the White House? We, we, ain't that gonna be fun? That's gonna be great. What a what a historic event to have this this. Uh, this mealy mouth, fragile thing, this dictator who with concentration camps and, uh, you know, have more concentration camps than electricity. So isn't that going to be great to have this, this, uh, this, this disgrace, this human rights violator here? This one who starves his own... I mean, the people... We, 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 we talked about it. When the North Korean dictator... The dictator... The defector ran across the... De what is that? You know, the, is it the demilitarized zone? One of... The, there was a, a North Korean soldier recently, in the last couple of years ran across the demilitarized zone and was defected. He just ran for it. And the uh, North Korean soldiers shot at him and hit him. They, they, they uh, shot him, and he was laying there almost dead. And the South Koreans were able to extract him they took hours to get him out. Like they had to sneak in and get him. And they took him right into surgery to try to save his life. And they did save his life. But while they opened him up, the doctors were pulling out worms, giant tapeworms. You know, because that's that's your pal. That's what Republican... and Well, that's that really is, guys, what Republican leadership... What Republican governance looks like. A bunch of tapeworms in somebody who's running for their lives to get to civilization. You know, because regulations. Who needs who needs those stinking regulations in North Korea? Right? And that's what Republicans want here. Who needs regulations telling you you can't have parasites and shit in your food? That's why everybody in North Korea has has tapeworms and all kinds of parasites that human beings used to live with. 
it was just a fact of life for ever until the last whatever not until recent history because we started to understand the value of uh you know we understood germs and all and regulations and how cleanliness and standards the you know republicans don't want that shit getting in the way of business you gotta wash you gotta spend a minute washing your uh, your pots and pans before you throw some meat in it well that might take so, take away some pro you know some profit whoops oh my god ah I dropped my my bottle my baba this is just a water bottle with some diet Dr. Pepper in it and okay here 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 let's listen to what the con man says and back remember this i'm just we're just going down memory lane for a second i guess it's the end of the year why not hey he's the head of a country and i mean he is the strong head mm -hmm. don't let anyone think anything different right. he speaks and his people sit up at attention i want my people to do the right. same well oh my god you see what i'm saying because they're tiny little babies who don't they don't they they don't have the strength to function in a democracy they're weak wow you see what i mean they they envy that they envy putin they envy kim jong-un i want my people to do the same Oh, this is the Trump's response to Khashoggi being murdered. We're all going to get to see the response that the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia takes with us. When we see that, we'll get a chance to determine, all of us, we'll get a chance to make a determination with respect to the credibility and the work that went into that. Whether it's truly accurate, fair, transparent in the very way that they made a personal commitment to me. And uh, the Crown Prince also made a personal commitment to the president when he yeah. spoke to him. And... Nothing happened, of course. Same. Mussolini. Except that Trump tweeted out, Hey, our Saudis are great, aren't they? They get a lot of, they got a lot of money or something. I mean, that's all, because all that matters. I got a lot of money from them. They gave us a lot of money. That's all that matters. That's why Republicans were like, oh, that's cool. Trump sold those NFTs. They all sold out. They they weren't embarrassed anymore. They were like, "Oh wow, they sold out." Not who knows who sold who they who bought them, but oh, it's not as embarrassing now because they were sold out. Everybody, see everybody. It's great then. No harm, no foul. Take it doesn't matter. He sold them doesn't matter how much he disgraced the office and how much an, of an international embarrassment he is. And here, well, this is a montage of Trump praising dictators. Sometimes the people that you most distrust turn out to be the most honorable ones. It's an honor to be with you. 
very great honor. Thank you. He was really very gracious. We have developed a, a very special bond. Special. Hussein. We shouldn't have destabilized Saddam Hussein. The world would be better off with Saddam Hussein. 100%. He was really good at killing terrorists. He didn't wait around. You know what he did well? He killed terrorists. He did that so good. So good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I call with President Putin and congratulated him on the victory, his electoral victory. His if fake, Putin- his sham electoral victory. Likes Donald Trump. Guess what, folks? That's called an asset, not a liability. Putin has much better leadership qualities than Obama. Wow. He's brilliant, isn't that nice? I'm hearing things like, oh, isn't it terrible that Putin is saying that? It, that's not terrible. That's good. That's like a good thing, not a bad thing. Oh, my God. It's unbearable that we had to deal with this. You retweeted somebody from Il Duce 2016. It was a Mussolini quote. Mussolini was Mussolini. What difference does it make whether it's Mussolini or somebody else? What difference? What difference does it make? Whether it's a brutal dictator who hates democracy and kills, uh, helped plunge the world into a world war that killed 65 million human beings. Who cares? What difference does it make? Fucking unreal. Where do we live? All right. I can't believe how late it is. Wow. Guys, 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 guys. Guess what? Let's see. We're having a show on Friday. Right. Save you from what? Healthcare? Terry Taylor? Exactly. Um... Yeah, that's the other thing. Oh, my God. I was talking to my sister the other day. You know, she's got issues and uh, about she thinks she's a Republican, I think. Uh, You know, I almost hate getting into it with her because I don't want to get into an argument. And it's, it's painful to me, but... I was saying something about, you know, healthcare in America, how disgusting it is, and how, what a disgrace it is, and all, you know, how I wish we had universal healthcare, because I'm sick of dealing with it. And she goes, yeah, but, you know, then you go to other countries, and they're all, you gotta wait and shit. That, that's such a bullshit. You don't. I, I said to her, give me a break. That's what, that's the line that only proves that the for-profit healthcare industry has very good marketing and they've bought a lot of politicians with the, the money they get by denying Americans healthcare. That's how they get, you know, that's how they get rich by denying care. I said, any other country, if, they try to take away their universal health care, there would be fucking riots in the streets if they tried to say, oh, we're going to give you what the Americans have. We're dumb as shit here. I said, we get, we, I said, you can have, you have, oh, we have great health. 
you have great everything if you're rich in the United States. But this is the only country where you got to go on fucking GoFundMe if you actually get sick. Get sick and then come back to me and tell me how much you love the greatest. It's not about the health care. It's about the insurance. People want health care. They don't give a shit about insurance. No other country. The co-pays, co-insurance, deductibles, in-network, out-of-network, all of that is designed to deny you care, to, to make a few people rich. And then they use the marketing to of not just, well, they buy the politicians, they deny care they, you know, by um, denying your claims and causing you. The other thing that annoys me, actually, when I'm thinking about it now, that the whole, the fact that we even have co-pays and deductibles and shit like that that is all that was designed by right wingers by conservatives Be, they had the especially with medicaid and medicare they wanted you to um have what they call it skin in the game okay skin in the game so if you're not paying this is that's that's a conservative bullshit frame they push this all the time that if people aren't paying they're gonna abuse the system you say they're just gonna go they're gonna go all the time if they have a cough cut cough i'm going to the doctor why the fuck not though if you gotta go if you're sick you go but and if you're somebody that is a hypochondriac, then you have, that's a whole other issue. So you should be going to the doctor. So then your doctor can refer you to a psychiatrist. You know, that's a whole other issue, but you got to have skin in the game. Who doesn't have skin in the game? You're talking about your own goddamn health as if you're nothing, but, but that's the way it is. You are nothing. You're like nothing but a fucking moron. And then you have people like my sister. But, you know, we, in other countries, they, and I was like, I don't want to hear this bullshit in other countries. Oh, because it's, every system has issues, okay? If you ask every, any country, it's universal health care, they have issues. Anything involving human beings has issues. But, no country has the worst system. We have, the United States has the measurably worst health care in all of uh, every Western democracy. And that's what I said to her. We have the worst health care, the worst outcomes. We have the measurably worst health care. It constantly ranks dead last in all positive measures. Not only that, it bankrupts millions. It kills thousands needlessly meaning they don't go to the doctor because they can't afford it and they needlessly fucking die when they have something that they could have lived something treatable so they kills 65,000 now a year bankrupts millions every year and leaves 85 million Americans out ranks dead last in all positive measures and, uh, but that's, it, it makes a few people rich at the top. It makes a couple of hand, it, it makes like a handful of executives 
very rich. So that's the point of the healthcare. You go on the stock exchange and you can buy fucking stock in it. So that's the point of American healthcare. It's not to get you well. It's to make some stockholders rich and and the executives and the CEO especially. And when they leave, they get golden parachutes like uh, Bill McGuire, famously United Healthcare CEO, left with a one point six billion dollar golden parachute. One point six billion. Back when a billion actually meant something. Isn't that disgusting? Yes, and it's all... That's another thing. This is the problem. It's about... What, uh, what, why we're so divided? Why? I wonder why. It's because of things like that. So we're supposed to walk around in this country. I'm an American. I'm an American. What the fuck does that mean? You know? That we... Uh, uh, what? What does it mean? We leave you behind. We leave everybody behind. I got mine, Jack. Sucks to be you. Nobody's, you know what I mean? Like, th- you're talking about, we're so divided. We're so divided. We'll stop dividing us. Why don't you start, uh, and Democrats, I'm talking to you. This is part of um, taking back patriotism. Universal health care is not just moral, right, fair, more cost-effective, but it's also a patriotic imperative. Right. It's unreal. Right. It's like every month... Right, haiku on the chat. Twenty million dollar Christmas bonuses, but man, my two hundred my two hundred and fifty six dollar premium takes literally any money I would have left in any given month. Every fucking month. Exactly. But if we Oh, but then your taxes go up. Well, good. Pay take it out of my taxes. Because now I pay a 35% rate, which ain't that much more than uh, or less than they pay in other countries who have universal health care. And I'm bled. And I'm afraid to get sick. And God forbid if you get sick. Now, what I got to do? You get, When the doctor's sitting there giving you bad news and you're like, shit. I got to get my camera out and now I got to I got to get my friend who's really good at cinema, cinematography and editing to put this video of me together uh, asking for donations and they have to follow me. I got to hire a whole camera crew so I can come up with a very heart-wrenching GoFundMe campaign and hope that it breaks through the other GoFundMe campaigns. Which, you know that most GoFundMe campaigns are not successful. And, oh, I can't even get on this because it's too late. And then I, yeah, Republican health care plan die quickly. 
And that's the other thing. It's like so stupid for, we know the whole, um, you get insurance through your job bullshit was, it was an accident, you know, that's, so now that's, this is our system. And what and Obamacare tried to stop that, so you can just get insurance, but you had to pay. And then Republicans made it so it wouldn't be cheap, because they eliminated the mandate. So, you know, oh, some people, and then they eliminated the penalty if you didn't, right? Because the penalty was supposed to be well, if you don't want to pay into it, then you're going to have to pay out of your taxes something so the prices are lower for everybody but no republicans fuck that up too because they want you to die you understand they don't and if you're if americans aren't needlessly dying they aren't happy that's it you we have to get to the point where we admit this, you know, the first step in healing and getting better and getting help is admitting there is a problem. Republicans are not happy unless Americans are needlessly dying. Everything about their policies cause Americans to needlessly die, premature death, to send Americans to their cold early graves, no matter what. They want, uh, like, for example, I just saw another tweet from that fucking Nazi Ron DeSantis, where he's like, where is it? He said, um, about Matt, because, um, some health, right, even here in New York, the health, well, Eric Adams, the mayor, and other health professionals are are urging, specifically, I know because I live here in New York, they're urging New Yorkers to put ma- to wear your mask again, right? Because there's uh, the triple demic is happening. So DeSantis mask, right? And also, there's no more uh, mandates for to get vaccinated and all that. And uh, so a lot of people aren't getting vaccinated. A lot of people aren't getting boosted and people are getting sick again. And then the hospitals are filling up. So other people, uh, politicians are urging Americans to put their fucking stupid piece of cloth across their face. You know, do the minimum just the minimum, uh, maybe not kill somebody. And what did this piece of wasted DNA uh, tweet? He tweeted, let's see, DeSantis. I'm trying to find exactly what he said. I'm sorry. I can't find it. I might have to paraphrase it. I think he said... Oh, yeah, here it is. I'm sorry. He said, in Florida, if you're still wearing a mask, we will assume, we'll just assume assume you're hideous. Ha, 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 ha. Isn't that funny, everybody? 
we'll just assume you're hideous. This was yesterday he tweeted this. So, but, so I guess we can say if you're a Republican at this point, we'll assume you're, you're a hideous human being. You're morally hideous. You're ethically hideous. Well, it still works. If, although all hideous people aren't Republicans, wait, wait, no, that's not how it goes. Though all Republicans aren't hideous people on the inside, all hideous people on the inside are Republicans. So if you are hideous on the inside, we will just assume you were Republican and we will be right. So what is it? What, what skin off your, your, your goddamn balls is it if somebody's wearing a mask? You fucking monster. And the, uh, the death rate in Florida of, from COVID is still, is, you know, uh, abhorrent. So you got to say, that's why when I saw that yesterday, I thought it's exactly what I say all the time. Republicans aren't happy unless Americans are needlessly dying. Why would you, why would you spread that bullshit? Why would you turn where the simplest little behavior you can engage in that doesn't harm anybody it actually helps it's not it's not a really big fucking deal nobody's asking you to storm the beaches of normandy i know you wouldn't do that either because you hate america you hate democracy you love fascism Uh, if this were the you know 70 80 years ago 85 years ago you would be cheering hitler on we know that so you know uh we're just saying, try not to kill as many people as you, you're killing. Do your part. That's why we, I mean, I'm telling you guys, this is why we need universal health care. It's a universe, it's a, excuse me, patriotic imperative. It is. Enough of this, I got mine, that you don't, uh, you, that it's uh, your health, your problem. Fuck you. We're living uh, on this soil at the same time on this pl- on this in this country, sharing the same air. It's part of the infrastructure of democracy. It's a patriotic imperative, just like taxing the rich. If we don't tax the rich and we don't limit intergenerational aristocracy, we will not have a democracy. We will we will not be free. So enough. We need to uh, we need to promote our policies like the uh, as they are patriotic imperatives. And they're not not just nice. They're not just more cost effective or they're not just woke. They're patriotic imperatives. We don't leave anybody behind. You know, enough is enough. I'm tired of them splitting us up, dividing us, turning us into, I got mine. If you, if someone doesn't have health care in this country, we should all be upset by that. That is a 
that's a reflection on all of us. If people are on the street, if someone can't go to the doctor because they can't afford to the go and they're sick, this is a disgrace. It's a fucking disgrace. We have human beings in their cold early graves that's, that ran into machine gun fire. You know, supposedly to to save, you know, uh, this country, the general welfare, from being absorbed by a bunch of fascist, selfish pricks. So how do you honor that? That sacrifice? You honor it by going, uh, you, we'll just assume you're hideous. We, you honor it by mocking people who give a shit about other Americans that they, maybe they're not sick. Maybe they're young. Maybe they, they're not worried because they have a great immune system. Oh my God. I'm just, I'm remembering Trump. Remember, I'm just, remember this and then we'll got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm trying to find this clip. Why? You see why? Uh, this is why I'm miserable half the time. Because all of these... These Trump clips are flying around my my brain. I'm trying to find the clip of Trump. Where he's like, hats off to the immune system. <laughs> Where he's like, we have the young, the youth have a great immune system. Isn't it embarrassing to be an American? Hats off to the immune system. I can't find it. Oh, shit. That's so disappointing. I wonder what I called it. I know I had it. Hats off. Hats off to the immune system, everyone. They have... Oh, because he was saying that the young people, you don't... If, you, if you're young, you don't have to worry because you have a great immune system. Come on, everyone. Hats off to the immune system. <laughs> Where? What? Is this real life? Is this real? I got to pinch myself. All right. All right. We got to go. Anyway. All right. We'll be back on Friday. I have to... Oh, I have to tell you guys. It's probably late. I should do these plugs earlier. It's already midnight. We've been on the air for three hours, and it's okay. Everybody should share the show with their friends and become a patron if the you are if you can. But um, my birthday, we're doing a show on the twenty seventh, which is my birthday, so it will be my birthday show, and it will be a birthday show. Getting the old gang back together. Mike Malloy and Robin Kincaid will be calling in to Tara Buster. 
and it's going to be that's going to be the party we're getting the band back together and also uh during the week i will be filling in with robin kincaid for mike while he takes a few days off to go visit the fam that's next week i'll be filling in on the mike malloy show uh, with robin kincaid thank thank god but it will be fun on Tuesday night. So tell your friends. But I'll, I'll talk about it again on Friday. So And then we'll have Christmas. And then we will get back together a, a couple of days later. But hats off to the immune system, everybody. All right, guys. Listen, listen, listen. We... I, w I will see you here on Friday. But remember, if you can, tell your friends to watch the show, to listen to the show, and give the show a good review on I iTunes. That helps. You know, we need a lot of good reviews. Right, Junior? Ah! I dropped, my, I dropped it. What? Say something, Junior. Hats off to Tara Jr. Jr.'s immune system. Oh, shit. Why can't this fucking thing just stay? Stay up. All right. Hats off to the immune system. And remember, if you can, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Give the show a good review on iTunes. Share the show with your friends. Check out APS Radio News to support Tara Buster sponsors. And remember the last thing, the most important thing I can say is we will win. That's right. What? What? Say it again. Say it again. We will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much, guys, for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. This is Tara Jr. Jr. And I will see you all. Whoops. On Friday night.